Hello, friends. <laughs> Welcome back to another evening of the City of Oshwamp. We are not great RPG. The music's not playing somehow. Mm -hmm. Second, it's fine. We need some murder chants while we're getting the music on. Murder, 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 murder. Red rum, red rum, red rum. It's all too long. Should be. Nope. It's not. Oh, look, we got a red rum. It says it's playing. Killing me. Two weeks in a row, buddy. I'm gonna start breaking your legs. Is that retroactive? Because he doesn't have any more to spare. Two legs. You break the same leg in two spots? That's cruel. We'll introduce ourselves and then I'll go fix it. I don't know why it's not playing. Anyway, I'm always done, and I play Ethan on this one. Is your new name always? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically. He is always done. No, but I he's mean, not, though. No, he's no, not. Yeah. It's not remotely done. I'm not always Lawrence, and this week I am, in fact, not Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And I play Alumla. Shouldn't you always be always not Lawrence? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. I'm just Paul, and I play Felix. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm Glenn, and I play no Borst. Mm -hmm. I'm Sarah, and I play Retora. And I'm Nez, I mean, I'm DJ and I play Nezgrim. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. And I'm John, the monster behind the screens that doesn't actually get to have a screen anymore because I have to have computers. Uh, so Those are last... technically screens. Yeah, I mean, they well, have screens built in. Yeah. <laughs> you have two screens. Uh, more screens. <laughs> we should build those four into one DM screen for you. I would actually be very, very happy with that. TM, TM, TM. TM, 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 TM. Uh, last time we TM. began with... Sarah and I having a wonderful expedition into a terrifying ethereal plane uh, filled with smoke and, you know, emptiness and nothingness. And you landed atop while you were still clutching the, the fangs from the lower half of the Mask of the Winter Wolf as you had, you know, attempted to once more save Nesgrim, your wonderfully bonded duty. Uh, you had an intriguing conversation with an individual here in this plane, uh, a conversation that you have done your best to relay to your friends as you uh, were transported back, but she reached out to you and confessed that she is Camilla Swift Stride, uh, one of the ancestral progenitors of the Shifter clans that lived out inside of the woods of Narenter, our, our goodest boy, Forced. Um, forced is the jackal. Good God, DJ, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Thank you. Slander. That's yeah. <laughs> right? Don't you slander our good boy's name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she relates to you the horrific experiences that she had while she uh, took some of her companions out while hunting. They were chasing down, hunting a diseased, plagued wolf at uh, the northern edges of the woods of Narenter, and found themselves amidst a horrifying series of caverns, and then, again, face to face with a terrifying amalgamation that flayed the flesh from this plagued wolf, the flesh from her companions as their weapons broke and shattered against this creature's flesh, and she, weaponless, attempted to bite him, breaking portions of the frame of the winter wolf's mask. Uh, as she did this, the, the poison inside of the uh, creature flood, uh, flooded into her mouth, and yeah, she fell to the ground dying, and she remorsefully told you that as she lay there, this thing for some reason honored her by taking mercy and chose to steal her hands 
and gift her a pair of defiled black claws and remove portion of its own face and sewed it into hers. Uh-huh. Apparently stream is... Oh, it's back. Uh-huh. We're back. We're gone. What is happening? I don't know. That's fine. I'm going to keep doing the recap. It's being recorded. Uh, yeah, so Camilla begged you for help, pleaded with you, told you that uh, she is no longer in full possession or control uh, of her own faculties and that the individual that is speaking to you is utilizing her image and her body against her will uh, and has asked you for assistance in freeing her and told you that the first step is free yourself and then figure out how to free me. So she scratched into the brand in your hand, freeing you from this uh, transposed state returning you to the material plane back in the basement at Serafina's shop, and... Correct, yes. Okay. She took the black claw and scratched into the brand. Mm. Um, returned you to Serafina's shop. Serafina quickly kicked you the fuck out because she was like, please stop talking about these horrifying things here in my shop. We never know who is around. We never know if anyone's upstairs. Please get the fuck out right now. Um, yeah, so we left. We went back to Growlers. We talked to Barry the Bum outside because Barry the Bum's a great man. And evidently needs to be here. So Barry the Bum is now here. He tells everyone that they're always watching me because uh, he's a pickpocket and a drunk and a thief. So Barry the Bum's in the campaign. Uh, Barry's yeah, I get stabbed him. a lot. Yeah, he does. He totally gets stabbed a lot. <laughs> Bummy the bear. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. uh, we once again discuss the ritual that is here to be offered for cleansing her Torah to effectively sever a connection that exists between her soul and the spirit of something else uh, that exists in a plane outside of our dimension. Uh, we return to Christian at the Enchanted Forge, uh, utilize the coded language uh, that was given to Yalumlo by someone inside of the tavern. Uh, Christian agreed to go gambling and drinking that night, saying that he would hopefully get lucky. And with you, Mr. Nesker. God, I knew that was common. <laughs> Welcome me. A campaign about getting lucky with Nesgrim. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're the lucky one. I Nothing ever happens. <laughs> oh, no swamp. Uh-oh, Yeah. We eventually decided, though, that we needed additional funds to be able to be prepared for this expedition out into the fucking cold, uh, knowing that we were going to be gone for a a fair number of days and that we were going to be traversing through some arduous areas and that we simply don't have the money to do it so what better way than to go to Arthur the architect the man who's going to give us a loan uh, we arrive we're stopped momentarily en route by a guard outside of the courtyard who does permit us in once we use the phrase uh, we're here to see the architect because that is what Arthur had told us previously in like episode 5 uh, and as we knocked on the door, we were greeted by an elderly man who introduced himself as Wembley. 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 Uh, who permitted us inside and walked us down a hallway. We saw some oil paintings indicating to Ethier specifically as he saw the, the younger figure of what was obviously Benjamin, simply a few years younger than as Ethier has known him, uh, but standing... Uh, between his two parents, Arthur and Catherine, the Hartwoods. And Wembley took us inside of a small study, said, I'm going to go fetch some tea. Please don't touch any or uh, do anything in here. Uh, Nesgrim asked if he can peruse the things, and Wembley insults him, saying that it's rude to go inside of another person's home. 
and simply just walk around as though you're permitted access to whatever you want. So sit the fuck down and wait for the tea. Um, yeah, we we laughed, we cried, and then Arthur arrived. We didn't actually cry. I'm kidding. Nesgrim will though, <laughs> especially because he's not here right now, and he's gonna have to hear this way later when he re-listens to the episode. Fuck you, DJ. Um, DJ. <laughs> we love you, but fuck you. Right? Uh, yeah. So Arthur arrives in the door frame, uh, laughing at everyone, and says, "Hello, welcome. Thank you for, thank you for showing up. I knew I would be seeing you all again." Uh, Ritora, uh, Ritora, or no, sorry. Uh, in terms of sequencing, he sits down, pulls out a great ledger, and asks everyone about what they're here for. Ritora offers to bargain with him for some information, which I truly appreciate as a man who just pulled out a porcelain teacup and definitely shook it intentionally in your direction. It's fine. Uh, we talked about his earlier expeditions into the mine as a young man. We asked about why he thinks that he was left alive that day. He says that he thinks he was simply not as strong or wanted by whatever it was that was inside of the mines, uh, instead flaying the brothers that were sent from the cathedral and the dwarves that were sent there to retrieve this item that he knows that they were sent out to retrieve. Um, and then we talked about stabbing Ritora because we, again, wanted information from this man and asked what he wanted in return, and he told Nesgrim to stab Ritora, and he said, hmm, <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> and, Fair question. Uh-huh. Arthur uh, absolutely chided you for contemplating stabbing your friend, even whatsoever in the idea of an experimentation, because she's your friend, and that's a life. And as much as you might want to know whether or not this creature defends itself, stabbing her... Uh, I would never stab Ratora. I said stab her, and you said, hmm. <laughs> that sounded like contemplation in my eyes. You thought about it. Yes. Uh, and again, you did definitively justify it in a different way and perform the action in a different, less damaging and less threatening way. Uh, but nothing, nothing occurred. Uh, I made a wisdom save. I mean... You resisted. That's why nothing I uh, heard. Gotcha. <clears throat> and you did briefly, I guess I should clarify, see a condescending smirk stretch over Ratora's face as she winced in pain, almost sarcastically, again, goading you and saying, that didn't actually hurt me. Should have hit her harder. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Arthur's going to beat you to death. You definitely should have stabbed her. Uh, yeah, I should have her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Ratora, confused, looked into the palms, saw Nesgrim's mother's arm is. on the snow, reaching into snow, pulling the snow apart, looks at another cursed dagger, dream fades, well, vision fades, uh, and Arthur warns the party about how the things that have happened to us persist with inside us, and that not all dreams or nightmares do indeed fade, and that we as people are changed by them. Uh, he asks if while they are out inside of the Fellwood and then into the other reaches inside of Felfar, then if they would please acquire for him additional quantities. Yalumlo picks up on his intention and asks him if there is to be a second ritual, and Arthur says indeed. Uh, Yalumlo asks if it is to be for Arthur, and Arthur says, unfortunately, no, and says that Benjamin does not have much time either. And this is where we pick up today. As Arthur shakes his head sorrowfully and says, 
Benjamin does not have much time either. Benjamin has also been afflicted by something that requires the ritual. Uh, yes, um, unfortunately. You said, unfortunately, the ritual is not for you. Mm-hmm. I would rather the ritual be for me than for my son. It's understandable. As he is simply still a small boy in need of, obviously, some assistance. Mm. How long has he been afflicted? Not long. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, Eliza said that he snuck out again a night or so ago, and he was returned to her by one of the brothers of the cathedral. But he came back different. Uh, quiet. He was always such a rambunctious boy when I when he was still home. <clears throat> we have um we have met Benjamin, I'm sure we've told you. Yes, I criticized Ether for how he spoke to him. Uh do you know of what Benjamin said to me? What did Benjamin say to you? Uh, upon first meeting me, he pointed at me and said, White Bone. <clears throat> Interesting. No, I did not know. It seems he's um, too wise for his age. Yes. Uh, he sees things that others do not. As children have that uh, acuity and affinity still for... Um, I suppose you could say their spirits are still quite young and still much more perceptive of others. Uh, some call it imagination. We typically ascribe it as a sight of sorts. And I assume that Benjamin saw something inside of you then? I assume so. The white bone? What does this mean? I'm not sure. We're still figuring that out, actually. It seems to be more complicated than a simple explanation. As most things are in this city, uh, unfortunately not uh, quite clear after one go around. Can you have multiple goes? Why, why couldn't you? Well, I suppose if you died. Well, that well, depends. What do you mean? Just point at Nesgrim. Yes, you're pointing at a friend. He's on his second chance. Your friend has died? Yes. How did you die? I got hit in the throat with a sharp object. Were you in a bar fight, or...? <laughs> I was in a fight, yes. Who were you fighting? Not just a man. And he he uh, slashed me in the throat. Just a man. One of the brothers. Of. All right. Uh, I imagine that you are not fond of them, as they took your son. 
No, not remotely. Uh, oh, good. Yes, then I got into a fight with a brother. <laughs> and, and his brother, perhaps. Is there a reason you were not telling me? I... People in this city are hard to read sometimes. And I'm still trying to discover who's an ally and an enemy. Do I present myself as... Absolutely any, not. Anything other than... An, I literally oh. have invited you into my home to give you... All of the things that you require for your expedition into the woods. I suppose I, I, I should. thought it was fairly obvious, Nesgrim. I didn't. We. I would not have pointed out that you died had he not been an ally. It would have not been something I would have brought up with a, a barkeep or a random passerby. I would hope not. Um, but is he new to the city? Extremely. Yes. Been here a few days. Uh, he was farm to tabled, so to speak. Yes. Yes, he was. What what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Yes, I am I to be consumed. Uh by the sounds of it, yes. Uh the brothers I think would be able to manifest something quite interesting with this white bone that you present with, uh perhaps an adornment that they would bestow upon one of the brothers and gift to him a uh, a title that would be fitting. The brothers are so aptly named. A title that describes their affixes. Do you know much of these experiments? Uh, a little. Uh, dastardly exchanges. Uh, harvesting of Individuals, uh, I suppose you could say, inherent abilities, magical affinities, tendencies that ascribe themselves to bloodlines or heritages. They steal their bloodlines somehow? Oh, yes. For example, uh, your green friend. They would attempt to discern what inside of you makes you the way that you are. Never seen a green man. Nor one with such a amphibious visage but they would attempt to discern that and extract it from you at the cost of your life uh, but whatever hmm, lingering powers exist inside of you would be bestowed through markings onto another an incredibly intricate form of theft I'm glad I told no when I arrived. As you should. Good to meet you, though. You as well. Paid a fair sum for your <clears throat> head. For my what? What? You paid a fair sum for my what? Your head. You ordered me. Yes. For what? <laughs> <laughs> and darling... Excuse me. It's good to meet you as well. Knew it. <laughs> Did you not ask why they called me the architect? I design things, not buildings. Encounters? Yes, chance encounters that are, uh, needed to be pushed, I suppose you could say, in a bit of a distinct direction. I imagine this means you know something of the prophecy. Yes, the white bone man. 
Uh, is it so that you may save your son? No, uh, that occurred after. I paid for Nesgrim some ten days ago. Uh, Ratora, about the same. To what end? Bring you to the city. To what end? Ooh. There is still a foundation to be built, and you are two integral parts to that. As the prophecy is been updated. But we cannot forget the old important pieces of it. First halves. And you were the, uh... Well... You hear of a man who has skeletal wings, and... It all just makes sense. Especially when you hear of a girl who is all too eagerly attempting to, uh... Stop the spread of the Black Earth. Who did you hear of me? Who did you buy me from? Oh, Delawin. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, huh? Hmm? No reaction? Hmm? No, I'm not trying to make you make a wisdom save. <clears throat> but did something change to where Delawin is no longer... That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's what? just you, bud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Like a lock and a key. Nesgrim was right. <laughs> Nesgrim was sent by the sisters where he lived. Oh yes, the acceptance girls. Ratora believes herself to have been run out of her home. Oh yes. Uh... These procurements of each individual are slightly different. Yes. Uh... Delowin said he knew that she would not abandon what she was doing inside of the woods unless she perceived it to be some kind of wickedness. Manifested a transaction. Was it wicked? What do you mean, was it wicked? The was, Black Earth? Was what Ratora was doing in... Oh, she's a good person. What? <laughs> she was attempting to stop a terrible thing from spreading inside of the woods. She and Delowin worked together for 20 years. But, uh, well... When we got wind of White Bone growing in Ryak, we knew it was time to call for you, bring you to the city. And so Delowin, uh, I suppose you could say, sold you out. And the caravans in Lel Lorraine conveniently were only coming to Oshwamp that day. Shucks. Well designed, darling. You were implying that he knew who she was before you requested her. Indeed. Yes, I've only been in this position for about a ten years. Assisting with individuals inside of the city. <laughs> Just watching DJ slowly <laughs> melt. It's having like Just an existential crisis. <gasps> Everything I know. <laughs> what did you pay Delowin? Money or something more? Delowin? Uh, no. A uh, contract was owed. And now his debts are paid. What, what did he owe, if you don't mind me asking? How uh, I do? Uh, some things happened with a man some 30-odd years ago, and they need to be cleaned up. Uh, not directly by me. Uh, by other individuals who still attempt to call him friend. Uh, okay. But he... Well, he did some things, and chose to leave instead of dealing with them. Mm. And as I understand it, seems as though you've taken care of those ends. I imagine that we have. Appreciate it. Uh, 
Unfortunately, we are dealing with the consequences of that also. Yes, I assumed that these two things were uh, connected. Uh, are you all right? Seem quite uh, perplexed by this situation. I fled my home. You did indeed. You had already left your parents, though, as I understand. And you can do more good for your woods here than there. No matter how much you attempted to stem the tide, the tide will continue to ebb and flow. Unless you prevent it from happening at all. Cut it off at its source. Indeed. The men in the cloaks. Yes. Are they your men? Uh, what men in cloaks? I mean, I have many men who work at my domain, but what men in cloaks? The ones who followed me. Followed you? From, from the Aerith Woods. I know of no men that have followed you. What has given you the indication that men have followed you? So paranoid that any man in a cloak feels like they're hunting you? We did have people approaching us when we were inside the orphanage before we shut and locked the door. Thieves? Possibly. Possibly. Again, I do not have men that are tailing your friend. Um, that teacup you have is very interesting. Indeed. Is it a part of a matching set? Yes. A gift? Yes, from Delon. I don't think we need to beat around the bush. We know where the teacup came from. Well, yes. Family? Uh, we do know about the other holder of a teacup similar. Yes, I understand. You've killed Desio. It's fine. <laughs> I don't understand why you would think I would be perturbed by such a thing. I figured there was a reason you three had matching teacups. Yes. Long-standing friends. They considered me a companion of sorts. But you're... Sorry, keep going. After all the things that uh, helped Dello uncover, that I have uh, assisted in, you're long-standing friends, but you're not upset that we've killed Desiel? No, I understand that Desiel became something horrific and twisted. Good. She was not quite herself. No. At her time of death. No. Desiel was uh, a much kinder woman when I knew her as a little boy. She made a much different bargain than whatever occurred between you and Eloin. Indeed. And uh, he shakes the teacup. I keep this as a remembrance that things can break, and he shatters the teacup. Was it empty? Very true. Hmm? Was it empty? Hmm? Tough situations require different actions by different people. Yes. Understand your metaphor for Desiel. Something broke her. I chose to break the teacup, but... Sometimes people are not broken by their own will. Sometimes external forces break them. You need to be aware of this. 
and he begins to push the shards of the teacup back together. And you watch as he just holds his hand over and it begins to reform. Not all things that are broken stay broken. Some of us possess powers, magics, to restore them. But not all things can be so easily repaired by simple magics. Some things require, and as he lifts his hands, you can see that there are shards in his palm. Some require blood. Sacrifice. Yes. Sometimes we must surrender to something greater than us to be able to escape its grasp. He just slowly begins to pull the pieces of porcelain out of his palm, placing them on the side of the table, right by the mostly put-together teacup. As for the things that you've requested, as I said, they are to be gathered and they will be delivered to you discreetly at Growler's overnight. Thank you. Of course. All debts shall be paid. We appreciate your time, as well as your resources, your willingness to aid us in this fashion. Of course. And I appreciate you choosing to assist Benjamin. Of course. And you can see that his hand still is like just dripping blood from the areas in the palm where the porcelain had cracked through his skin. Oh. Can I? Can you what? Do you wanna? That's up to you, dude. Mm. Like, I would if I could. Let me make sure I have a lay on hands and I can pop one to heal his hand up. I sure do. <clears throat> it's up to you. I'm heal his hand. You approach him? Yes, and say, can I? Yeah. And hold my hand out. Can you what? Um, heal your hand. I do appreciate it, sir, but again, not all nightmares leave us. And I am a man that chooses keep his scars. Fair enough. But I appreciate the concern. Can I offer you a, a bandage, perhaps? That will not cure it, but if you wish to disguise it temporarily? No, there's no need to disguise. Fair enough. I have no cause to hide my scars. Of course. I apologize again for the way I spoke to Benjamin. The boy... A troubled boy. Remember that? He is living, breathing right before us and needs to be cared for, not treated as a tool. Of course. Thank you. What did you hope, hope Ratora and I would accomplish by bringing us here? There are, as I understand, as it has been explained to me, instances of this prophecy failing previously. And it seems that the stains on the world perpetuate cyclical. This prophecy is a foretelling of individuals who will be there to remedy that situation to break the cycle one could say that yes 
and I do pray that you are these individuals. It seems that you have been brought here by things that have happened in your life, and, well, the two of you <laughs> needed a bit more of a push, and I was fine with paying. Um, and no, Nesgrim, I don't actually want your head. I appreciate that. I knew you would. I'm gonna mutter to myself as quietly as I can. You can try. <clears throat> as quietly as humanly why possible. For stealth, you fuck. Who are you sitting next to? <laughs> He's sitting next to me. I mean, he also stood up and came back over. Oh, true. He walked over his hand. Yep. So I would yeah, say you're doing this me. as you're like taking a step back. Roll for stealth, dude. Please. I'm not going to give you the disadvantage on traditional stealth because this is not about moving with your heavy armor. Appreciate that. You just you just go for it. Please reward me for my hubris. <laughs> I have been punished for my hubris. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> you can try! <laughs> just don't even understand what your hubris is about in this moment. Nope, I don't understand. But let's hear it. He just screams. Two... Two. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, he's just screaming it as he walks do away. Do you make eye contact while you say it? Like, <laughs> I assume he heard me. Yeah, make a wisdom safe. I was gonna follow it up with just kidding, but it might be too late. Oh, thank God. Oh, it's still it's not good, but it's not what I thought it was. That's an 12. Mm. A 12? Mm. So you watch as this man, who has just obviously been playing with the blood in his hand, says that you turn, take a step back, and say, you can try. And he just opens his hands. Now, when blood begins to congeal from warmth, you can see, like, the strands mm -hmm. of the areas in which it stretches out from his fingers. Yeah, it looks like gelatinous. And he just extends his bloody hand in your direction and just says the word, sit. And you have to sit down. I sit down. Good boy. I was only kidding. I do not wish for you to take my head, or try to. I do that sometimes where I say dumb things and- I think he would succeed. Uh, he would, I'm sure. Grim, told you to stab your friend and you considered it. I know all too well that you say some dumb things. I, I did not mean any offense. I was just... This is two times <laughs> that I have seen this in a very short interaction with you, sir. And you're supposed to keep her safe. Don't let your hubris guide you. Let your care for your friend guide you. That's a fair... Or else the command will not be sit next time. Again, I apologize for my hubris. Understood. I do enjoy having paid for you. <laughs> Fucking worthless. <laughs> Bad investment. <laughs> I was dead on arrival. I have a structured skeleton, but I need bones now. <laughs> Call JG Wentworth. 877 bones now. Um, yeah, so he just kind of, like, leans back. Obviously, he looks like he's chuckling. Uh, if there is anything else, though... I'm just going to awkwardly stand up. 
I, I do have a question for you. Uh, of course. Um, <clears throat> what do you know about the, the well poisoning? The well poisoning? Uh, well, uh, hypocritical story. Uh, contradictions. A farce to disguise the expedition that the dwarves returned from. They're in the plague from the creature that uh, infected them. I fled and was on the caravan with them as they returned. Uh, there were very few dwarves who were brought back. Most had been flayed. And only one brother returned to accompany them. Uh, was not an easy or safe journey as they were mostly dead and I had to pull the cart back. Could have left them in the snow, and probably should have, but... Younger Arthur was, uh, I suppose you could say, a bit more benevolent and optimistic, despite my upbringing. So, were the, were the riots your, your first design? No. The riots were not something that I designed. The riots were something that I participated in. Uh, was fortunate to escape with my life, able to buy my way through some of the guards, uh, had recently just returned with some gems, and I was able to escape. Uh, the greatest regret I have other than losing Benjamin is not being able to afford to pay for the lives of all of those poor people in more slums, especially Clark's parents. Thank you. Of course. Why do you ask about the riots? Or Clark. Yes, we've, uh... We've not told him that his parents died in the way that they did. Poor boy. It's only, uh... Maybe... Nine? Ten? Quite sick with the rot. Corrin did everything he could to help him. Was able to keep him alive, but withered and feeble, mm. so I'm very prone to injury now, sadly. I'm sure that's why you've seen the arm. Can barely lift much of his own. Uh, he seems to be fairly successful, considering his injuries. Yes, uh, Clark maintains his storefront in North Slums, and uh, I make sure he doesn't go needy. It's very kind of you. All connected, as designed. You'll understand that the architecture here in Oshwamp is not just one layer. There are many deeper things here, by design. <clears throat> I ask you to not tell Clark that his parents were burned and hanged. Please. I, I will not. It would incite in him a, an anger that I fear would have him blaspheme in public and have the same thing that happened to Corrin happened to Clark, and he is a good man. Sometimes peace of mind is the maintenance of ignorance. More valuable than truth. Sadly, though truth is uh, very valuable in its own way, as Catherine and I came to understand. 
It is important that Benjamin survives. We'll make sure we get the herbs and Please. the gems. Thank you. Question for the DM. Correct. We have encountered the name Catherine before. We know of the name Catherine somehow, right? Yeah, it's Catherine Hartwood. Yeah, that's his wife. But we had a connection to her before, like, we had a connection with the name Catherine before Carolyn, this. Carolyn, I think. Carolyn is Cora's wife. Yeah. That's, okay, that's what I'm, gotcha. I was connecting Catherine to the orphanage. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Comparable sounding names, mm-hmm. Catherine, Cora, and Carolyn. I understand. That I'm fine with clarifying. No problem. Perfect. Mm-hmm. When you returned from the mines, mm-hmm. something came back with you. Yes. Are you currently afflicted as well? Uh, My strength has, uh, so as you could say, kept me mostly intact. But uh, he just kind of strokes his hair and then his beard uh, at a price. So I'm standing, like, by the door, mm-hmm. relatively, not close to him, but closer than mm-hmm. as if I was sitting. Mm-hmm. Does he smell like the rot? Doesn't smell like the rot. I'll tell you that outright. He does not have that odor on him. He has the odor of incredibly strong perfumes comparable to what you know Lady Hartwood wore. Like, very... Like he's masking. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Where I'll, I'll give you the indication that, like, you would obviously associate that there is an intention and a purpose for this. It's well masked. Again, by design. But yeah, he strokes his hair and strokes his beard. As I said, uh, some scars I don't hide. Uh, he used to be much more handsome. <laughs> And you don't fear for Benjamin to grow up without a father? I do, but Benjamin's the priority, as is your friend. I sincerely doubt there would be, uh... Enough for three? Yes. Understood. Part of why I needed to keep Benjamin separate. If, If we did find enough for three... If you can... I would be astounded. I mean, we'll, I would be quite indebted to you. We'll be out in the woods anyway. Won't hurt to look. Gather what we can. Yeah. Even if there's not enough for a third, perhaps close, close. enough that you could acquire the rest through yeah. other means. Some of the gems are not a problem. The herbs are more of an issue. Of course. How many friends do you have? Several. Five? Ten? There are, uh, I suppose you could say, individuals that, uh, Corrin had been utilizing that, uh, could stand in tow. Uh, very well. If you did withstand what was in the mines, You say that it did not want you, and that may be true, but 
You still must be strong considering you are alive, scarred or not. I am alive because I was weak, and I understand that. I have spent 12 years working to no longer be weak, despite my now uh, frailties imposed upon me. We all have frailties. We do. Strength is what you make it. Indeed. And I hope you are all strong out in those woods. I hope so. For my sake, at least. Seems I may be the one most... <clears throat> at risk to die? Yes. One could put it that way. Given that I've died and been knocked out before. You plan to fight like a snowman, Nesgrim? I might win that one. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> we Just follow me. We oh, well. need not keep you longer. If there's nothing else you need of us, I imagine you are a busy man. Uh, yes, but again, I am here if needed. Uh, uh, if you wouldn't mind, if I could have a word with you. Sure. Privately? Preferably. Understood. I would speak with you of a private matter as well, but if you would permit me to communicate otherwise, then... Yes, of course. We could do so now. Very good. Uh, and into his mind. You said that we were not permitted to tell your wife of your on safety I asked because she seems in distress and I only wish to ease that burden I understand that there is a concern about her current state of being I don't suppose there is anything that could be told to her My fear is that the sisters work at the behest of some leader and that this leader does not take all simply to survive, but that some are, suppose you could say, debts to be paid to the sanctum. Your wife does seem to be in some opposition to the power structure that she is now under. She has invited us to a, a feast near the end of the month. I would very much like to attend this feast. Sure that that could be arranged? Thank you, friend. Additionally, I um, was hoping to acquire um, one item uh, beyond what we've already discussed, a, a sleeping drought of sorts, in case it is needed for... All right. Uh, well, can't provide a drought, but... He watches, he just kind of leans over to a drawer, and he opens it. <laughs> huh? <laughs> and he pulls out a very small 
uh, you can see like a, a cracked uh, like light emerald colored gemstone uh, could imbue and when shattered if that is a uh, sufficient yes that would be sufficient yeah. I mean, you all know he's speaking to Yalomlo in his mind. You see him lean over, pull out a small gem, and you watch as he just holds his hand over it and casts a spell. And you watch as the magic imbues itself into this gem, and he tosses it at you. I'm gonna put it in my pouch. Very good. If it is at all possible. My friend, Seamus, was put out with the collapse of the Walker's Guild. Mm. I would gladly incur whatever debt is needed to see him well taken care of. Yes. Um, the loggers are integral. To the survival of many of the homeless here in Oshwant. Uh, but I will... I will speak with... Seamus and the other loggers. And instead of uh, incurring debts, I suppose... We'll find another way. Understood. And out loud, I will say. Thank you again for your time. Well, of course. Friends. And, uh... Tora, if you would like to stay for a moment, uh, Wembley, <laughs> is there, uh, I was right here the whole time, <laughs> and he just kind of immediately just shuffles out into the door frame. All right, come on. I'm just shooting daggers at him. Yeah, I haven't I forgot that I don't like this dude. It's fine. Lead the way, please. I could probably beat you up too. <laughs> Yo, I think he would win this group. Oh, I want to say it. Don't do it. Oh, I want to say it. You just hear Archer just chuckle. Oh, Wembley. If you he was speak. a fighter in his younger days, and that uh, that mentality hasn't really left him. Unfortunately, his muscles have. Best there was. <laughs> yeah, Arthur just chuckles at that. Not a bad joke, Neskrim. Thank you. Your tea is going to be drugged next time. <laughs> I will never drink tea again. You just see Wembley just kind of rocking back and forth, making loose boxing gestures. Come on. <laughs> it, it, it was nice meeting you, Arthur. Of course. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you. Well, thank you all. And uh, until next time. Yes. Uh, I will do my best to keep things safe in your absence. And. I hope to see each of you again. Together. You all follow Wembley out into the hallway? Mm-hmm. So long. Wembley. <laughs> just in case the hospital song comes on, I'll just run <laughs> <it> over. <laughs> just be preemptive this time. I'm just going to let you all go a second pee. After you, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how can I help you, dear? Concerns? I have... Voices? 
voices. Yes. I have lost my control. Yes. Of my of myself. Right now, I am really of no use to my companions. At best. At worst, I am a danger to them. I was wondering if I could acquire a sedative. And you just see him just kind of smile. Yes. Yes, you could. Happy to oblige. You see him lean over to his drawer. <laughs> Seems your friend, uh, Yalumlo has similar senses of preservation and protection. If it comes to it, know that your friends did not ask, and you watch as he holds his hand over and blatantly does it in front of you. Uh. Your friends want to protect you as well. I don't know if that will work. No. I gestured mine. Uh, true. Forgive me. Uh, Poultice would probably be more apropos. Uh, I'll send letter to Serafina. Thank you. Of course. He watches, he puts the gem back in. Very honorable of you to, uh, do the right thing. And, uh, I would tell your friend Yalimlo not to waste the gem on you. <laughs> I will, I will be sure to do that. If I do not make it back, I assume we will have enough for you and your son. We'll see. I hope that your friends are successful. How many others are there? Like us? Yes. Several. Unfortunately, Adrian was permitted far too long to linger in the city. Uh, not all brands, though, were passed through that dagger of yours. Some had far too many visions, and, well, the stain of that plane, instead of marking Adrian, marked others. As I said, I would like to give Catherine peace. I hope we can find it for her. As do I, as it is owed to her for the many years of suffering she has had. As I said, if there's any questions I can answer to you, I would be happy to do so, but it seems you know more about me than I do. Has it been worth it? Leaving home? Meeting who you have met? Doing what you've done. Perhaps. My life was simple before. I'm sorry to have robbed that from you. It was a choice I made. Yes. Much as I might have designed an encounter, you still did flee. Deloin? <laughs> Not the best man, but 
As with most men, troubled, trying to do what they can. Sending the dirt for further study, ensuring that the dirt that reached the Aveth stems from the same source. The concern that whatever this creature is in this cave is growing is something that we can't, suppose, go without attempting to address. I fear that whatever it was twelve years ago that flayed those dwarves made it stronger. And that you did your best with him to halt its spread in the Aveth? And that your efforts were not wasted. That is reassuring. Yes. Ideally, with Deloin's input, your research, and the understandings of what is going on here in the city, perhaps there is hope that we will be able to someday find weapons that can work on that creature. Hopefully we can learn more. For what it's worth, dear, I am sorry that you were called to this. I still don't understand why it was me. But... You made a choice. There's no going back now. Unfortunately. My life there is... past. And it seems my goals have changed. And he gestures to his hair, as of mine. I was once a poor boy, desperate to be rich. And now, well, <laughs> despite all these riches, I've never felt so poor or lonely in my life. My boy was gone for years, and my wife has become something, uh, something I can't welcome home any longer. It was not worth it. Not for all these gems. I would rather use them now for something much better. I'll extend my hand. Mm -hmm. It's wrapped wrap yeah. up. He extends his hand and he shakes your hands. You'll be fine. I hope so. As do I. hard to be optimistic, but I'll do my best. Courage. You've already been quite courageous. I have faith in that. If there's nothing else you need from me, I'd best be meeting up with my companions. No. Means we have quite the journey ahead of us. Yes, you do. Bring him in. Head out in the hallway. Yep. Pocket that, uh... Mm -hmm. Or not... I guess I didn't get anything from mm -hmm. him. Yeah, he told you it'll be delivered yeah. to you discreetly. 
need help. We just got bested by Smaug. He went to back into the room, pointed at Smaug, and went. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going. Promptly tripped. I'm the worst. DJ classic. I just wanted to make sure he didn't like make uh-huh. a beeline for the door. I mean, but make a beeline I'm... for the door. Ooh. <laughs> Even if he had. You're like welcome, a, everyone. Like a cat burglar. We would have gotten him. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit song come up? No. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Not this time. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, only about a moment or so goes by as Wembley is standing here with you all in the hallway as he walks you back towards the front door. I don't know if there's anything you guys would want to ask Wembley on the way to the door. If not, I'll hop Retora back out and rejoin you. Wembley? Um, yes. How do you keep the flowers so... Right. The Mr. Arthur's got magic. Shiny flowers. Shiny flowers. I like that. Yeah. Must do it with his magic fingers. Uh, like yours. Oh, I used to be a fighter. <laughs> I could have been a contender. <laughs> they called me Magic Fingers. <laughs> that was my fighting name. <laughs> Wembley the magic fingers. <laughs> I just gouge him in the eyes and then punch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would literally say, you see these magic fingers? And they look at him and I poke them in the eyes. <laughs> um, it's really quite a good strategy, actually. It is. It, hey, Nesgrim. <laughs> Have you seen these magic fingers? Look out, Nesgrim. He goes for the throat. <laughs> I'm tempted to headbutt him. <laughs> so tempted to headbutt him. That's good. Kill Arthur's Arthur's butler after you insult him a bunch. That's good. That's he assuming you going to kill him. Right. Good. My money's on the butler. Um, right. Ethier, quick question for you. Sure. When you leave the city, are you checked on your way out or only when you come in? Uh, typically, I mean, when you leave... They just take a general glance at you. And sure. I mean, even when you return, it's not like you're checked and that you're immediately, like, taxed. Yeah, especially it, me. Yeah, like, it's more from both of your experiences, I would say. There's just a pass, and they sure. know that you return. I mean, okay. I, I do not get searched. You'll, you'll get searched. I'm sh- thoroughly? Just you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thoroughly? <laughs> Gotta get pegged. (laughs) (laughs) Into the tent. You will somehow say too much to the guards. I will not talk. You say that. You've said that before. We've we've we have gone through this before. I will do my best to not speak as I don't wish to incriminate myself. Believe it when I see it. I think if you don't speak that might be bad too. We arrived at the door. Mm Yeah, you're here at the door with Wembley. And you hear the door behind you, and Retor steps out into the hallway. Ether, I think it's best we stop by your shop. Okay. Not much there. Nothing there. <laughs> but I think what is there we should grab, if there's anything left. All of my bones. Mm-hmm. Sure. No. That is my... Product, Nesgrim. Magic fingers. Let's step outside. Okay. Uh, Pushes the door open. It it was nice meeting you. Green. Thank you again for the tea, Wembley. Uh, Yeah, of course. Until next time, Wembley. Thank you. 
I stirred the tea with my fingers. <laughs> Your magic fingers. <laughs> and it was very good. <laughs> oh, no. Let me use some strong hands. <laughs> That was that was obvious. We should have known that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's on everybody that drank tea. I'm fine with it. Right? I like this man. <laughs> <laughs> he starts <laughs> his I mean, he, he lit the candle <laughs> with his finger. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Step outside. Bye, Wembley. Uh, I love you most. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine. Stay close. Take my coin! <laughs> um, Ethier, I meant. Is there anyone on the street? You guys are in the courtyard. The courtyard is empty. You just hear Wembley just chuckling and it grows ever more echoey and distant in the distance. Uh, Yalumlo. Do you mind? Sure. In your head. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just give you that. I can keep. I meant the. There it is. <laughs> the weapons that. Um, I got it. I Good. knew what you meant. Sorry, I did. I wasn't sure that you did. No, I did. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't say it. That should happen. Of mm-hmm. course. You guys Good. head back south towards Ethier's tent. Um, are we passing by the forge going that way? Uh, the Enchanted Forge yeah. or Ulogs? The Enchanted Forge. No, that's east. Okay. Uh, You're I- also told that he'll meet you later. Not now, later? No. Okay. Said tonight. tonight. I think it's mm-hmm. best we head to your shop last. Okay. Meaning to, uh, on the way out? Yes. After my armor is repaired and we pick up our equipment. Sure, your armor will be repaired. Mm-hmm. I sure. hope. Okay. Where are you guys go? I guess back to Growlers? That is where the items will be. What time of day is it? Early evening now. So we should be Four or five turn, turning in fairly soon. Yeah, I mean, Grabbing guys, dinner and you turning in to get over You want to be leaving like 5 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. First light. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Imagine we should be turning in fairly soon so that we can get an early start on yes. the expedition. First I'm assuming light. that Christian is able to take care of your armor this evening. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll spend some time at Growlers waiting for the equipment and then speak to Christian afterward. Uh, sure. Uh, I, I do need to go speak with Clark. In the north. You'll be alright on your own? I don't think that's true. We could run there with him briefly and then head to Growlers. Should not take too much time. It has not snowed recently. Do you need company? The answer is yes. Yes. That's great. Yes. The answer has always been yes. Fair enough. Sure. Perhaps Forrest and I could get back to Growlers. Sure. Yeah, we can mock with Felix, sure. We could start preparing our <coughs> items if they show up early. Mm-hmm. Perhaps ready dinner. A nice hearty feast for us before we leave. Mm. Mm-hmm. Your last meals. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be best if I go back to Growlers. To Growlers as well. Sure. So it'll be Nazgrim, Yalu, or Nazgrim and Felix. And Ether. And Ether going to Clark. I will do my best not to. I don't trust you. I, Ether will I, not I, let you. You almost fought Arthur in his office. I will take care of him. I wasn't Ether. trying to fight him. That Ether. is why I am going. Be sure that Nesgrim doesn't say anything to Clark that would upset him. Oh, he is not going inside. It is only that I care for I this will man. let Felix go in on his own. He and I will stay outside and watch the door. Very well. It's just that I care for this man. Clark means a great deal to me, and I would be very upset if I found out that someone were very rude to him. He's a good man. Does not deserve rudeness in any way. I've always been nice to him before. Mm-hmm. Okay, it come on. Very well appreciated. Mm-hmm. Three of you be safe. Okay. You as well. And you guys start traversing, since you would be going southeast to Growlers and northeast towards North Slums, you guys begin walking east towards the Statue of the Watchers together, and this is where you would separate to go northeast, and the other party goes southeast, and we're going to take a break. Ooh. We'll be back momentarily, friends. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. back, everybody. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to pop back into the action now. Yeah, very good. Uh, so the three of you are standing outside of the Pawn Man in Slums North, having successfully passed through. No issues en route. Parted with your friends, knowing that they are en route to Growlers. Cool. Who's at the gate? Uh, for the guard for North Slums. Uh, a very tall, bald man. Oh, damn it. Uh, with a, a lighter brown beard, light blue eyes. Uh, very, very muscular. Uh, and a pair of X tattoos underneath his eyes. Oh, my God. That's not good. Uh, okay. Do I know him? I don't know. Do you know Mason, the guard? I don't remember if he's on your list. I'm gonna say no. Okay. I'm just gonna keep I don't my think head I have down. A list of guard names. I think you were just telling me every cool. so often. Yeah, you don't know Mason. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Just keep my head down as we walk up. Yeah. He's quiet. Evening. Good morning. Just getting up. Yes, I have a late shift. It's a tough shift. Till dawn. It's a. Tough one, I imagine you see some strange things at night. No, no one walks around at night. Right. Do you want something? Uh, We would like to pass into North Slums for a a brief step in, if you do not mind. Do you have passes? Of course. Flash my pass. Mm -hmm. Okay. He pulls the lever and you see the portcullis race. Thank you, we should not be long. That's fine. I still have to close the gate. I know. And closes the portcullis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yeah. Now you guys uh, traverse over to Clark's. And you're mm-hmm. standing in front of the shop. Uh, I will be brief. That's okay. fine. We're going to stay outside. Mm-hmm. Cool. Goodbye, you two. Yep. Goodbye. You step inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that Clark is kind of starting to close things down for the evening. 
Uh, you can see that he's pulling like the curtains for the few windows that are here. He's, you know, walking around. His arm's still in a sling. Uh, and he just turns as the door opens and he hears the little chime ring and he looks over. Oh, Felix, my good friend, of course. Uh, welcome back. Uh, how are you? I'm uh, all right, Felix. Uh, what brings you in today? Uh, I, I will be journeying outside the city and I'm, I'm afraid... I have some information for you, but I was not able to gather as much as I, I thought I would be able to. It's all right, Felix. It's only been a few days. Uh, tell me what you found out. So, from my understanding, K Katie does, doesn't know much. Okay. Um, I Iris be believes it be well, well poisoning. Well, I'm assuming nobody else is in the shop, correct? No. Okay. W was... S staged and uh, Arthur all, all but confirmed it was t to distract from the t dwarves that, that came back yes. diseased um, th th there, m m my understanding is that there was no w w well poisoning uh, yes I've understood suspicious but I'm afraid I feel like the uh other people inside of the guild are trying to protect me from knowing. Um, it's all right, though. Uh, I know that it's something that is, uh, I suppose you could say, a good, good kept secret here in Slums North. But it was always suspicious that they broke one well and guarded the other. If the well poisoning was related to the guards, as people here in the North thought, didn't do much to quell the people's suspicions to <laughs> gate off the, the well, but we couldn't really rise up against them. We knew what happened. It, it, it was an act, if I understood what the, what the others told me. Yes. Um... Thank you, Felix. I do appreciate it. Is there anything else I can help you with? Um, as as I will be journeying out with my friends, I, I will not be able to continue to 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 investigate further until I am back. I understand. It's all right. Um. Uh, as long as you, um, know that you are always welcome here. Um, as for the, the money, though, um, I gave you the ten as an advance, yes? Mm-hmm. And the two days' work? Uh, well... Times are hard, and I would ask for at least some of that back to me, and it will be here for you if you return and do have an interest in continuing to work. Of course, and I'll open up my little pouch, mm -hmm. take out six pieces of gold. Thank you, Felix. He just takes his left hand, and he reaches out from near his, uh, you know, the sling for his right arm. Um, you can see he pockets it, um... 
I do appreciate all that you've done for me over the last few days, and know that the the others who are here to try to keep light in the city uh, appreciate what you've been assisting with as well. And uh, if you need anything, he like he genuinely gestures around with like a sincere sense of earnesty. But as you look around, it's rags. It's like it's tattered clothing. Things are you know, ripped and stitched together. He's patched, worked a lot of clothes back and forth. He's, I don't think I can offer you much that would really be very helpful out in the the deeper cold. Uh, well, well uh, I, I may not need these anymore. And I'll kind of, I guess I would keep them, them rolled mm-hmm. at my side. I'll, I'll remove it from my side and hand him light leather pair of plate leather for the chest and yeah. legs. Oh. You don't need it at all? No. Um. Alright. It, it, it should fetch a good price. Yes. And he reaches towards his pouch. Uh. For you. It's worth more than the six gold that you've given me, though, Felix. Take it. Reaches out with his one arm and just kind of like pushes out from the sling with his other and lets it rest on his palm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, my friend. Um, I'm sure one of the uh, younger children who will be able to use this and stay safer. Thank you. You're welcome. See you soon. Hope hopefully. Yes, Felix. I hope so. Uh, I've never really gone north of the walls. I know very little, but I can tell you that even the loggers only traverse into the southern parts of the Felwood. The further north you go, the darker it will get, and the more your shadows will even feel like danger to you. Good to know. No, I'll stretch my hand. I guess it would have to be my left. Yeah, because he shakes your left hand hand with his. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Ideally, only a few more weeks. And uh, it'll hopefully be back to what it was. Yeah, as you shake his hand, you can feel not only is it like that awkwardness in terms of a non-dominant hand, you Mm -hmm. can feel he's very weak and frail. Very weak and frail? Yeah. Thank you. Felix, uh, I'll look for you when you return. In- indeed. See see you soon, friend. Very good. I'll exit the shop. Uh, I'm gonna have you pop out because you guys will walk back and I'll have the others come in for now. Alright. So he's only, I'm, I'm bringing you guys back in just for a second because okay. he's in, does his conversation. I don't know if there's anything you two would want to say while you're out here waiting. If not, I would have the three of you begin your journey back to Growlers. Okay. Um, just briefly, I'll say to Nesbrim. You can stay because, okay. I mean, they're, you're going to come right yeah. back out anyway. Um, when we are out there, please stick close to me. I will. I will defer to your expertise. Clearly, I have none. Myself or Vorst. Vorst has spent a lot of time out there as well. Um, 
I don't know how many years he was out there, um, but I have seen a lot of things in at least a small area. I am familiar with at least a majority of the terrain and how to move about and ways to not be seen and not be tracked, so... Yes, like I, I will defer to your expertise. If uh, once we cross those gates, I am aware I can be obstinate at times. Uh, That's a word for it. <laughs> once we're beyond the walls, I I will behave. Very good. I trust you. I hope to prove that that trust was not misplaced. I hope so. <laughs> <clears throat> You hear the door open and the bell chime lightly and Felix steps back out. Are we ready? Uh, if yes. you are, yes. Yeah. I'll begin to walk towards Off the we gate. go. Yeah. You guys go back towards the gate. You see it's obviously still the same man. Mm-hmm. And all done. Indeed, we are. Passes. Thank you. I know I just saw you, but... Pull the lever and you see the portcullis begin to ascend. Gotta make sure that it's still fine. Of course, we could have sold them or have them stolen or something. I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys pass through and return to West Slums and start to walk down towards Crowlers. Mm-hmm. As we do, I will ask the books. So, so what do you guys like to eat? Uh, I usually stick to simple things, but uh, I hunt when I am out there. I am a reasonable cook. I make use of all of the animal that I can when I hunt, learned from my parents. But uh, other than what you hunt? No, no favorite? Not in particular. I Food is something that I enjoy the act of preparing in the sense that it honors the creature that I have slain, but it is simply a uh, an outlet for me to do what I must when I am out there. Can you make shepherd's pie? We don't have an oven, Nesgrim. So, no. We have snow. Damn. You could perhaps order that at the, at the tavern before we leave. Hmm. I like shepherd's pie. I hope they're making stew. Hmm? Sure. We'll have some stew when we are out there. When we hunt, I... Can do that. I'm gonna put stew gonna... on my shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna get I'll actual just, I'll smile at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you guys doing anything else? I mean, just no, just yeah, walking just while we're talking. Back. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Swap. You got it. down the central part of Slums West, uh, the area that you guys know as Guards Highway. About what time of day is that again? Uh, 
dusk, around like 5, 6 p.m. I mean, it's starting to get darker, so I mean, is it the early parts of twilight. Is it starting to snow, or is it kind of clear? Still clear. Right. Yeah. Like, flakes, but nothing, nothing drastic. Um, I will tell you that you, as a, a very attuned man, can kind of smell on the air that, like, it's going to snow a little bit more later, but not really sure to what severity or strength. But... We make our way back towards the front of Growlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the key. Got the key. I'm going to yeah. unlock the door. Is Barry still there? Hmm? Is Barry still there? Barry is still outside, just sitting. Oh, that's right. He's hanging on for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's waiting. He's trying to get some scraps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You test the door. the door. You feel that it's locked. You know about this time of day. Usually, I would tell you that it feels strange that it's locked. Usually this is around the time where things open up for dinner. It's a little late for them to still be. Correct. Right. Yeah, but you unlock it, and you can see that inside, uh, as you guys step in, you can see that the majority of the tables are pushed together in one very long, like, 20 by 20-ish. You know, obviously not that full dimension, but, like, maybe 15 by 15 long rectangular table. Making, like, a great wall. They're a great hall table. Yeah, effectively. Uh, you can see that the chairs have been pushed up together. Uh, you see um, Luna and uh, Grace uh, pushing chairs up. And as you unlock the door, Luna just looks over in your direction. Just, who the fuck? Oh, forced. Oh, the key. That's right, you have a key. Yes. Uh, hey everyone. Good evening. Uh, yeah, they told us that you guys were gonna need like a big dinner. We appreciate it. Yeah, you guys are going out. Probably go die in the woods or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, they I, will. I mean, I I don't want Forrest to die in the woods. I won't. Mm. We'll keep him Make safe. sure that he makes it back at the okay. very least. Okay, thank you. I'll make sure I get back at the very okay. least. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to wipe tables. I'll fucking die. I'd rather die. <laughs> Just... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Do you need any assistance preparing dinner? Uh, no. Gathering uh, supplies, maybe? <laughs> and you just watch as she turns and just yells towards the back. And you just see the door, like, open behind the counter. And you just see your little friend <laughs> standing there with a big old basket of, like, long loaves of, like, French baguette-style be- uh, bread. Luna, I got the bread. I got all the bread. I did it. I did all the bread. I, I made all the bread. It's buttery. It's very buttery. And Luna just looks over. Uh, Apollo. Yes. Hello? And he just looks over and he just kind of like holds the basket with one arm and like almost loses it. Just, oh shit. Do you need help with that? Uh, he, yeah, please, please. Did you save me a burnt one? Uh-huh. And he just kind of reaches down in. And he just pulls this little, like, you know, the, like, crescent dinner rolls. It's, like, super dark brown. <laughs> I did it. And he drops the basket. Oh, I did it! <laughs> can I catch the basket? Yeah, you can, like, be hurrying over and you catch the basket. And, like, it just falls into your hands. It's really not heavy at all. Yeah. It's maybe, like, five pounds. It's bread. Yeah. And he just looks up at you. Lady. Hi. Hi. I'm not much. I'm... I made bread. Looks delicious. Buttery bread. Mm-hmm. Luna likes the buttery bread. I like the buttery bear bread. It's very good. I think most people do. Uh, uh, Carry the bread over to the table. Yeah, you start <laughs> to watch the bread over. So uh, you're preparing for the feast tonight? Uh, and he just like hurries over to you like the same like wide-legged childish shuffle. 
just hands you like this little crescent dinner roll. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I'm gonna eat that later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have need any help setting up for tonight? Uh, bowls. Need Lots bowls? of bowls. And plates. Uh, do, do you guys eat with your hands? Stew? Not s- Definitely no. not stew. No? Oh, Luna. <laughs> Apollo, we have spoons. <laughs> you know we have spoons. I like spoons. It's good. Okay. They can use the spoons? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they use the spoons? They're our friends. Spoon friends. No, <laughs> don't don't say that. Okay, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, Boris, would you like to show me where? Oh, if you want to stay here, is? I can I can go downstairs and go grab the uh, the good the good plateware. I can I can help if. Yes, perhaps. Oh, no, not a trouble. If the two of you want to assist with setting up dinner, I have something I'd like to take care of beforehand. Um, and Vorst, perhaps after dinner we can speak. I have something I'd like to speak to you about before we venture out into the woods. Absolutely. Team planning. I understand. Mm-hmm. Very well. So, two of you go back towards the kitchen. Little Apollo leading you. Call me Apollo, please! Okay. You got it. Thanks! I like to be called Apollo. Okay. Apollo? Uh-huh. You are keeping that gem safe? Ah! That's not <laughs> he safe. Just, he just pulls it out and, like, you can see pulls the chain to the max extent where, like, it tugs <laughs> in his neck a little bit. Oh, God! Uh, yeah, real safe. Keep it nice and tight. I can make stew. I'm very excited. Oh, not here. <laughs> Shouldn't make stew here. There's a big pot. I gotta make the stew in the pot. Go make the stew. We'll go get the uh, the plates and such. Uh-huh. I gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> and just runs over towards the kitchen, and you uh, go over to the area in which you know that there's, like, a cabinet back by the, the counter in which all the utensils and plates and things are kept. You go back over in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yalamlo, would you be heading upstairs? Yeah, I'd be going to my room. Okay, yeah. Do you notice the vacate? Uh, I mean, uh, probably. I yeah, I mean, either yeah. way. Yeah, I would have you guys bounce for a moment. And then I'll bring you guys back. Plates. As you guys are grabbing plates and spoon and you... Plates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoon friends. <laughs> Friend spoons. <laughs> cool. You head upstairs towards your room. Pop your key in, and return inside. Well, I would uh, step into the room mm-hmm. and um, and take a deep breath and look around. Mm-hmm. Quiet up here. Very quiet. Um, nobody really staying upstairs outside of us and the party. Correct. And the only ones in the building are downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would... Um, pull the gem from its pouch and uh, sit down on the edge of the bed Mm -hmm. uh, and look into the gem Mm
Professor Iris said that you are some sort of patron. Do not suppose that you would be willing to speak to me in any sort of way. You're staring at this small turquoise gem in your hands. You can see that as you speak to it, as you utilize the word patron, you can see that same ambient pale blue light kind of resonate out as though uh, that same like film that you can see glows out from the perimeter of the surfaces and edges in the stone itself. Because again, this is not like a clean cut stone. Uh, and as you say the word patron, it glows very briefly. And with that pulsation, you hear the word echo out in a very faint, distant voice. Guardian. Guardian. You are not... You are not Maya Koram. You are something else. What it is what is it that you would have me do? Why why bring me back? Why lend me your power? Shattered shards lost. What was lost in the shattered shards? You Spirit. Do you know where in these shattered shards? Buried. Deep. Ruins. Will be in the shattered shards shortly. Sometime within this week. Don't suppose you're you would be more able to speak more plainly the closer I am. A mark. Revelation. The mark. In the snow. Of course. You said slumber. Are you speaking of Kubala? Yes. Weak. Returning. Broken. Will he be able to speak with me again someday? Faith. Worse. The journey I'm about to take is an attempt to save the life of a companion. She is connected to a kid. Yes. We believed it to be the defiled. She claims that it is another. 
Yes, the rotting one. You know this creature? Hunted. It hunts. Or it is hunted. Is. It is hunted. Was. Flayed and imprisoned. And now... Can it be disposed of? Back to sleep, then. Imprisoned. Imprisoned. Very well. Do not suppose that you would share your name with me. Name? Yes. Nameless. Nameless. Everyone is cold up here. <laughs> we all are still cold. We... There Friends. are others like you. Friends. Guardian. How many? Perhaps, if others can share their power, you can add to your number? To those willing. Perhaps someday you might consider me among the willing. Faith. It is all I've had, especially in exile. In more than one way, it seems. Halves. Twins. Indeed. My... My brother. Seems it's... Not the first occurrence... In history. But... A special sort of bond, nonetheless. Do not suppose you would know if he yet lives. He is connected to Kabbalah. I imagine you can sense Kabbalah in some fashion. Remains. Good. appreciate you speaking with me. I was uncertain of your intentions for some time. Duty. Duty. Shared. You and I. Indeed. 
you will continue to direct me, then I shall continue to perform this duty. It seems to me that you are not what you might have seemed from certain visions I've experienced. Fractured. Fractured. The hag that delivered you to me, she spoke of a lady. Was this hag simply an intermediary? Deliverance. Deliverance. Debt owed. You? Creature. Ah. Creation. The hag. Power. Owes its power to another. Yes. And that is this lady. As it says bestowed, it would pulsate in your hand. Mm. It seems that this seems that this lady is well intentioned at the very least. Guiding. Yes. The guardian in her own right. Keeper. Memories. Do not suppose that you have a name for the lady. Queen. Queen. Very well. If you should. Speak to this queen. Would you thank her for me? Gratitude to her vessel. Friend. Yes. Appreciate the chance to continue my work chance to continue whatever path it is to be blessed in this place perhaps it will be different this time pocket the gym. Yeah, you feel the pulsation and the glow wither away, mm. fading slowly. Mm. Pocket the gem. And then I would gather head, myself and head return downstairs. downstairs. Mm. See if go. I could help in any sort of way. Pop them all in. Bring them in. Mm -hmm. 
Bring them all back. Everybody. Return them. Hmm? Say <laughs> like DJ's in the back confused? No, he was gonna come back confused. He stepped outside. Oh, okay. He's gone. I mean, yes, also. Yeah. He is in the back him. confused. He's getting two points on Dinner the back time. end. Mm. Gotta get those points on two the back big, end. Two big points. <laughs> <laughs> two pythons on the back end. Petons. Please. Petons. Petons yeah. on the back end. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna say that in a, a weird, uh, serendipitous manner <laughs> Yalamoa starts walking back down the stairs as the two of you are gathering and setting plates and spoons and forks mm -hmm. on the table and uh, Faye, Luna, and Grace disappear back into the kitchen to assist uh, Apollo with ensuring that all the food is created properly near the front door open and Ethier, Felix, and Nesgrim step inside as Yalamoa steps down the stairs and you are all Unified here once more in Growlers. So it appears that they are, are fixing a feast for us. Oh, uh, lovely. That's very Thanks. kind of them. Go ahead and hang your cloaks and take a seat. Sure. Take off my cloak. Mm. Take there a seat. Any further uh -huh. assistance we can provide in setting the table? No, it appears everything's done. Um... They should be starting to serve soon. I will. Force lock the door! <laughs> yes, yes. Just hear a yelling from the kitchen. <laughs> Walk over and lock the door. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna <laughs> sit in the same place that I sat the last time we mm? sat down together at this table. Mm -hmm. I'll hang my cloak and sit at one end of the table, the same place that I sat. Mm -hmm. Last time I sat, I'm pretty sure next to Nesgrim, mm -hmm. and I don't think I should do that this time. End of the oh. table with you. <laughs> Opposite ends of the table. Yeah, I'll sit on the other side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll sit next somewhere. To somewhere. Somewhere far mm -hmm. away from her. Yep. I'll sit next to Yolanda, I guess. Cool. So I'm facing Retora then, mm -hmm. the other end of the table. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, friends. This is um, probably our last night in safety for a while. A chance of peace. As Let's much as Oshuan can be considered safety. Yes. You just start to hear like spoons and stuff like clattering in the back. Apollo, don't drop the stew! <laughs> I guess some things never change. <laughs> stew, yes. Uh, I'm just kinda, uh, Felix is a big fan of stew. I, we've established that he's a big fan of stew. I'm a big fan of shepherd's pie. I'm going to put stew on my shepherd's pie. Cute. That's interesting. I'm more of a sandwich type of man. Isn't... What sort of sandwiches? Rubens? No, minced <laughs> minced meat. <laughs> In a roll. <laughs> Perhaps with sauce on top. It's the best kind of sandwich. Formed into very good. You have to be an idiot not to like to oh, those see, sandwiches. I never thought to do it into spheres. That's that's yes. quite smart. That's that's even better. Yes. That would be hard to eat. Cheese? Only oh, if you're an course. idiot. Well, you've met me, and every time you bite the, that minced, the minced meat into, you know, formed into spheres on a roll, it falls off the other side onto your lap. And then it looks like you had a sauce accident. <laughs> sauce accident. <laughs> 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 Couldn't you just a plate? use a, a plate? <laughs> yes. 
Perhaps you could cut them in half, <laughs> rearrange them before you take a bite. Why would I form them into full spheres and not half spheres to begin with? <laughs> For the aesthetic. It's pretty hard to cook half spheres. No, it isn't. You can lay them flat on the bottom. But and then, then when then you flip burn. them over, yes, mm-hmm. they'll burn. Well, you just don't flip them over. Well, then, then the top cook. side is not cooked, Nasgrim. You're not much of a cook, are you? No. Man <laughs> doesn't like no. mincemeat mince spheres. That seems like a messy way to eat. You should have seen what it was like growing up for me. <laughs> Did you eat a lot of... Messy foods, yes. I was going to say shredded meat, but... I suppose they're one and the same. I like my meat in slabs. It wasn't shredded to begin with. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> I like my meat in slabs. You know, like uh, one solid piece of meat. Like a peg of meat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no. Really backs yourself into a corner. <laughs> like steak? Yes, like steak, exactly. Did you eat much steak growing up? No. <laughs> but Why? You could have said, you could have so easily said yes. I would imagine he was probably fed a lot of grain and corn, fatten yes. him up. Farm to table. It's true. After all. What did you eat I as mean, a child, Nesgrim? Apparently, he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. Did your mother so. ever make a, a favorite meal for you? I suppose that's shepherd's pie. Less concerning than it could be. I mean, if I was going to be purchased by anyone, I think Arthur's a pretty good option. It seems so. Well, for both of you. It's a shame he didn't intervene before that happened. Perhaps I mean, it this only to happened happen. because of me. I'm aware. Not because of you. Oh. It would have happened to you if it wasn't me. True. Either way, we're in the same situation. I think it may have been worse if it were me for some reason. Either way, we're taking care of it. to agree. Well, that's all there is to it. Correct. Friends, if you'll excuse me for just one moment, I'm going to stand up and walk back to the kitchen real quick. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, you walk back, you open the door, you can see that, like, uh, Faye... And Luna are standing here looking over Apollo, and he's just like holding the gem over this enormous cauldron. And you just see he's squeezing the gem, and just stew is just raining out from it like a oh ketchup my bottle. Oh, it's gross! <laughs> oh, excuse me, Apollo. What? I know that you're busy with the stew. Would you mind also. So hot! Some mashed potatoes, perhaps? As soon as you say mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, you start pouring out <laughs> no! into the stew. Into the stew. My you didn't stew. even clean the spigot. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Did we just hear yelling coming from yeah. the kitchen? Everyone's <laughs> screaming in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> the mashed potatoes are in the stew. What is going on? <laughs> I put my hands on my head. Uh-oh. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'm just gonna look at you as you walk out. Oh. Back to still. <laughs> just starts pouring still out again. I slam the door shut. Everything alright in there? Yeah, you just like back to the door. <laughs> 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 I need a drink. <laughs> what, what, what did oh they God. do? Don't worry about it. Did you something about mashed potatoes? Take care of what you needed to with Clark. Indeed. 
Glad that you made it back safely. <laughs> w- w- wasn't very busy on the streets. It's good. Forrest, if you're grabbing a drink, grab me one as well, please. Sure. Thank you. Now you go over to the other cabinets, and you know that that's where, like, all the, the casks and bottles of different ales and wines and things like that, like other spirits are kept. I'll get up and walk over to uh, Vorsta. I'll grab, like, two bottles of cheapy wine, mm-hmm. put those out to the table. Mm-hmm. And... Do you need Ale? help? Ale, please, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you need help carrying uh, cups? No. All right. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy. <laughs> Don't take me. his job. <laughs> uh, an ale for me as well, please. Anyone else? I'll have one. There you go. It's still on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four. Okay. Okay. For the you that do less. not partake, would you care for something? Water will be fun for this mm-hmm. evening. Water. Mm-hmm. Two waters. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Grim? Yes? I asked them to make some mashed potatoes for you. Oh, excellent. So you could make a shepherd's pie out of your stew. Perfect. Uh, everyone else, there will be mashed potatoes <laughs> in the stew. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, it will be good. It'll be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> door. Has I'm been, not hungry. <laughs> you hear the door just like open, and this like enormous cauldron is just floating out, and you can see that uh, Faye is standing behind it with her arm, kind of gesturing it, like beckoning, very Beauty and the Beast esque. Is Apollo like hanging off the? Back just like at the bottom of it, just holding onto the little <laughs> ring, just floating in the air. Ah, <laughs> just tip. Tiptoes very barely yeah, touching the like ground. Yeah, just like brushing along like tap, tap, tap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she just floats it over the table. I was able to clean the mashed potatoes out. I've never had to do that in my life. <laughs> you are all wonderful people. <laughs> Thank we, you. We like you too, Luna. This is not... This is fake. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear Luna in the back. With me, <laughs> <laughs> she's not even. Here. <laughs> I mean, Faye. Oh, that's too Sorry, I'm very sleepy. It's fine. That's great. Um, thank you, you so so much for for you're cleaning very the welcome. Thank you, thank you. And she holds the one hand and she beckons with her other hand, and you see this ladle just appear and just begin scoop like scooping and just sloshing stew in front of all of you. I'm just gonna. <laughs> as soon as you do it you just you realize that like Luna was yelling from the door frame and she just sees you lean back open your mouth they do it and you just see her just shrug and just pour stew all over your hot face stew. hot stew all over your face <laughs> you take three fire damage as your mouth and eyes are just I just look over the Don't forget the mashed potatoes. Oh, yes. You're right. And you just see Apollo let go of the side of the cauldron and just look at him. My turn! And just squeeze this gem. And just this fountain of mashed potatoes hits you in the side of your jaw. Just spraying. Just, oh my god! It's a Nesgrim party. Indeed. Nesgrim, I'm not cleaning that. Don't worry, I can buff the tables. You... Try and buff these tables. <laughs> <laughs> I threw out I three swear. a couple days ago. <laughs> I did. I did it gingerly. With a change. Shirt. You will. <laughs> well, that's all I had. <laughs> I have a mop. 
and a bucket that you can use after dinner, perhaps. Finish eating. Sure. Mm-hmm. After dinner. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Did, why? Why do you? Why do you say it like that, Nesgrim? Just, just, take eat, his, just eat your mashed potatoes. Take your ale away. <laughs> Good call. Apollo just runs over to the side of you as you're just like sitting back, just mashed potatoes and stew dripping all over your face. I heard you like shepherd's pie. I do. Do you want shepherd's pie? Yes, please. Okay. And he just like holds his hands up towards you. Because again, he's like. I pick him up. Three feet tall. You pick him up. A plate? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my love. I go, oh, weird. Right, sorry. And I Real put weird. Apollo back down. Yeah, you turn him over and direct him down towards the plate, and he just squeezes the gem, and you watch a fully delicious shepherd's pie just manifest into your plate. That's really impressive. I make food. Thank you, Apollo. I did it. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else? Requests? I'm gonna walk around with Apollo. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of like a little weight. Yeah. Like like Just like the towel. Stool <laughs> is fine for me. Uh-huh. I'm gonna sit and wait for it to cool. Could I have s- s- some bread with it? Bread? Big basket. Big the points. There's a very large basket of bread oh, with like all different kinds of baguettes and like croissants and stuff. Take your pick. Thank you. I'm gonna take some bread as well. Mm-hmm. Out of my pocket. <laughs> you just claps. I put Apollo down and go sit back down. Mm-hmm. Start eating my shepherd's pie. Yeah, you hear the door for the kitchen close and Luna disappears and Faye just looks down at Apollo. Alright, let's leave them to it. Uh huh. Slip some rocks in Nesgrim's stew. Uh, Apollo, that means we're going to leave now. Uh huh. Walk into the kitchen. Uh-huh. Like right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> she just picks him up. Uh, have a lovely evening, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're going to... There are some things that we need to attend to to ensure that your deliveries will be made uh, with discretion. And uh, if you need anything in the meantime, uh, please just shout. Uh, we'll hear you. Same to you. If you need help, please let us know. Of course. Uh, enjoy your meal, though, friends. Thank if you. there is anything else you would like... Uh, we can send him back up. He still has a probably about six more pounds of food that he could make for the day. Oh, but that's a lot of food. Yes. Would he, he be able to make some for us to take with us? That's not. Uh, sadly, it does not linger. Yes. Uh, it it sustains you when consumed, but it does disappear if not consumed within the time frames. Mm. Uh, I would have loved to have been able to provide something for you, but we'll be able to give you a breakfast. Party in the morning and uh, send you on your way. That'd be perfect. Yeah. And you see that she just kind of nods, takes Apollo out through the kitchen. <coughs> just the six of you sitting here with a delicious, bountiful feast. Fancy feast. I'm going to start eating with my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to start waiting for it to cool. I'm going to dip the bread in the stew and eat the bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. And sip my stew. My stew. Do you not use a spoon, Artura? I mean, this works too. Take a big teacup. Yes. Great. It's fair. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. 
I'm gonna continue shoveling it into my face with my hands and my bread. Mm. You should try like this. Worse, slow down. You're going to choke. I think he, he is probably has <laughs> <laughs> probably eaten like this his whole life, Nesgrim. That's concerning. That's concerning. Of That's where your things? concern is. <laughs> of all With the way the Boris eats. Oh, You're covered in mashed potatoes. <laughs> Mashed yeah, dude, it's still pen. all over yeah. your face. And your skin's red, probably. But yeah. it made Apollo happy. It's not burning mm. your skin. It has almost certainly seeped down into your armor. It made Apollo laugh. That's really all that mattered. You're going to smell so bad tomorrow. I'll rinse it off in the snow. I'll use the you snow. You're going to go outside and stand <laughs> naked in the snow. Well, not naked. At night. I have some clothes on underneath. That are covered in stew. Oh, that's fair. White bone, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine. I'll manage somehow. I'll figure something out. Okay. Maybe I'll find a river. But probably not. It will be cold. Indeed. Very cold. You could help him to a river. I could help him to a river. <laughs> I, I laugh. <laughs> In character. I could help him to a river. I think at that point my armor would no longer be helpful. It wouldn't matter that it smelled. Probably not. Uh, I could help you. Although the funeral would be weird. Yes, a funeral. Those are things that I do. Would you just leave my bones in the snow, Ethier? No, I would take your bones. Oh, okay. They would not be buried in the ground as a traditional funeral calls for. It would be turned into something. What would you, what would you turn me into, Ethier? You have a lot of bones. I do? Various things. It depends if your actions are good or not. That will determine the nature of the tool. Okay. If you're a bad person, maybe I turn you into a shovel. And if I'm a good person? Jewelry for someone to enjoy and care for. I utilize all things, but the nature of what I create matters on the person whose bones they came from. Could you arrange for him to be worn like a coat? Like a, like a bone coat? Uh, just tie all of his bones together with string? It just seems like the sort of thing he'd be into. That does seem... You could be a, a decoration of some kind for a, a fancy person with a, a, a bone... If cape. I die, this is what I want you to do. Gather don't my die. I don't really take requests, but okay. <laughs> I don't die. You, I'll do my best. I want don't you to die. gather my bones and then tie them together with string as if they were formed into a body, you know, like they are in me. <laughs> and then I want you to go to Arthur's house and harass Wembley. <laughs> Sensing some sort of vendetta. Oh yes, I Coming want him to think he's man. lost his mind. I don't think it'll work like I that. I think he would fight your skeleton. I think he would think that Ether had lost his mind. And hopefully my skeleton would win. I don't think it would, Nesgrim. Uh, it wouldn't. Don't die. I'm not gonna die. Do not die. I'll do my best to I not die. I swear, if you die, this if is I'm, all for nothing. If I'm killed, it's kind of out of my hands at that point. Well, that depends. I'll the try last and... one was not. It's fair. It was my own doing. Uh, I do not plan on doing that again. Okay. I would Forced. like to come back to Oshwamp. Uh, I don't suppose you know if, <clears throat> if Christian would be able to get in if the door is locked. I'm sure he would knock. <clears throat> Probably loudly. Of course. 
probably hear him. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> fuck! 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 <laughs> you just, you just hear him walking down the street every step. So like, fuck! 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 <laughs> uh, but yes, the nature of who the person was in life matters what I make them into. Uh, someone that was uh, particularly a good person and I pull from my uh, like bag of things since I know that we're going out a picture this lantern right here uh, but instead of metal it's bones tied together and then in the center is a single like finger bone sticking up I made this from them that is you just have that in your pocket quite interesting you can like one of the bags on his hip and I cast light on the single finger bone in the center. Hold it up. That is terrifying. Whose bones are those? Someone that I found out in the cold that uh, was a particularly good person. They were out looking for someone. Uh, someone <clears throat> worthy of such a, an honor? Yes. Very well. Someone good. Who was it that they were looking for? Uh, I do not know. I did not get that much information, but from what I got from my ritual, I gathered that they were a good person worthy of crossing. Though that is not always the case. There are... Some people have a noble cause in their actions. Some do not. It varies from person to person, but someone that would venture out in the cold to look for someone they love is a good person in my book. I suppose so. I'm gonna stare off, kind of like off to the side after you said that. Okay. What shall we do when we get back? Uh, the ritual. After that. Um, sleep. Sleep. That's probably a good call. Uh, perhaps if we're able to find any extra material, we can sell it. That would be, I think, helpful. Depending on when we return, we still have an invitation from. Lady Hartwood. A party. Indeed. That sounds fun. Indeed. That would In be a good time. Of the word, at least. Perhaps Maybe. we can buy some books. Perhaps. I have things. I assume we will find bones out there. I will have things to create and either add to my museum or sell and keep aside for the next festival. It's a good idea. Perhaps Arthur will have further need of us if we're able to bring back some of the things he was looking for. True. I do wonder... I do wonder about Lady Hartwood and bringing Arthur to her party. What will happen there? Um, I would say Arthur is a pretty smart man. If he did not know how to handle himself, I don't imagine he would have requested an audience at that party. I don't think it's up to us, at least you and I, to decide what Arthur does with himself. No, I suppose it isn't. But <clears throat> we don't know the relationship he has with his wife. Perhaps they're estranged and he will not react well to her presence. He's a pretty level-headed man. 
I I think so as well, but something... He didn't he... kill you on sight when you True. insulted him two times in his incredibly large home? And he owns you. But something he does, but something he said today worries me. He said that people can be broken by external sources. Sure. I worry that his wife is his external source that could break him. I think he may have been broken already. I believe so, but... Not that things can't break more than once, but... He does not hide his scars, as he said. Right. He also reformed the teacup in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Either way, it is his decision to make. Yes. I, I would be more concerned about his boy. I am more concerned about Benjamin... Absolutely. I I hope we're able to find enough material for a ritual for him. Um, I hope so. He is a good... He is a very nice boy. He is. Perhaps we can find some sort of shortcut through this ritual. Perhaps mine will be the only stressful one. Yes, maybe after doing it once we find a better way of doing it. That's, that's true. I'm not the only one in this city who needs help. Possible, well, but if people have been doing this before... This ritual's this... not been done before. Oh, okay. I don't... Uh, <clears throat> possible, I suppose, but a, a powerful ritual of this nature... I'm not sure this is something we should look for shortcuts in. It is certainly things that we do not understand and are out of our control. I'd like to believe it's possible. Well, we are also gathering material to make more ailment, so at the very least we're not able to cure everyone, at least we're able to help treat them. Do we tell Luna not to use his bloodberries? Probably not the bloodberries we retrieved, but the ones we- Did we give them to her? I don't believe we did. I don't think so. We should give her the other other ingredients, but- Yes, once we have fresh bloodberries, I think we should give her those. We can give her the other things, regardless. Well, yes, absolutely. As for gifting, Ethia, that reminds me, and I grab my empty bowl, and I fill it up, and I grab my extra tankard that I took from him and hand it to you. For oh. your friend outside. Oh, uh, You made a promise. Thank you very much. I'll take it to the door, mm-hmm. unlock it, and mm-hmm. step outside to mm-hmm. my bum friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here, like, off to the side in the alley by the stoop. A bowl of soup for you, friend? What? A bowl of hot stew for you. Okay. And an ale, you said, right? Uh, And then ale? He just holds his hands out. Here you go. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. You okay? I'm gonna be. And he just slams the <laughs> ale. <laughs> oh, that's the shit. <laughs> you feeling any better? Oh, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and he just face plants in the bowl of stew. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull his head out of it so he doesn't burn himself. Uh, oh, okay, it's intentional. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah. See, like, potatoes and carrots in his beard. Uh, Do you need someone to feed you? No, I got it. Uh, and you just hear a very obnoxiously loud... <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, um, 
You said some strange things earlier. Uh, no. Yes, you said okay. that, uh, several strange things that we had to go and yeah. that they were watching. Guards, man. Guards everywhere. Uh-huh. Are there guards here now? You just gesture towards the end of the street. <laughs> Probably. Okay, but you don't see anything, you haven't seen anything strange? It's, it's, what do you mean, strange? Uh, how many of us were there in our group when we came in earlier? I don't remember. Would another ale help you remember? Sure, dude. Give me all the ale you want. I'll remember more. Okay. I'll take the tankard back. Or sure. Go back inside. Worst uh, if I could trouble you for one more. It's possible this will be nothing, but... Thank you. Run back outside and hand yeah. it to him. He's just like... Ah. Barry. Ah! He's here. Good man. <laughs> Give me the hail, dude. Uh, here you go. He just reaches out. Nice. Do Slams. I see any, like, markings on his arm when he reaches his sleeve, pulls back at all? I mean, yeah, you see, like, scratch marks and, like, scars all along his right arm. Okay, no, like, tattoos or weird things. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. Harry! <laughs> That's me. Harrying it up out here. <laughs> do, you, do you remember how many of us there were earlier? Seventy. Okay. Two. Uh... Four. Was it? Do you remember if it was six or if it was seven? Three. Okay. I don't know, dude. Ale. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Thank you, Barry. I'll uh, take the cheese. Things. Okay. No. No ale. I I, I don't know if you I. You said can... you wanted me to remember. You seem to have gotten worse as I've given you ale, Barry. No, dude. I'm getting there. Just gotta find the right spot. Like three more ales. I, I don't... I, I promise. Do, I do not think I can do that. Not either. I promise. It's me. It's Barry. <laughs> you can trust Barry. Three more ales, Ethan. I know very little about you, Barry. As you know, you can trust me. I'm Barry. <laughs> Three more ales, Ethan. I'll get it. So it's just in the back of my mind. Tip of my tongue. Okay. Three. I'll take it back inside. Eh? Uh, Vorst, would you mind uh, helping me carry something outside and possibly taking a look at this person? What do you need help carrying? Uh, he says that he needs three ales in order to remember something. I'm trying to see if he has seen He's things. playing you. I, I think you've been had he by a, a bum. He just wants it's drink. Barry. It's Barry! It's <laughs> Barry! You should lock the door. Getting all the ale. And leave him be. Okay. Hanging outside the, the tavern, it's Barry. <laughs> Close the door. I think let him sleep that off. Okay. I mean, you just hear a, Ether! Ether! Perhaps. Really, Ether? Three ales, Ether, you promised. This is why did you, you don't feed the name? strays. What? When did you even tell him your name? Uh, do not remember. Come on, Ether! He said his name earlier. I'm just gonna look at Vorst. Perhaps we should just give him the ale. He'll fall asleep quicker that way. This isn't the first time I've had to throw him out. 
You don't have to throw him out. He's already out. He'll leave us alone. Hey there. You should scare him off. That's fine. Go over to the door and crack it open. Oh, shit. Not forced. <laughs> uh. Get. Uh. He just kind of leans his head. I see you. I know you're in there, Aether. Fucker. <laughs> Good night, Barry. Sorry, forced. <laughs> Fucker. He gave me hails. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just hear the echoing song of It's Barry, it's Barry. <laughs> Getting all the ale. I apologize. Go tell the guards about eating. <laughs> then they'll buy me ale. <laughs> I feel like that's a sitcom just waiting. For <laughs> really? It's Barry. <laughs> Barry the medieval drunk. Does he drunk. talk to other Barry? <laughs> no, no, man. We'll see. There's... He's gone now. <laughs> I apologize, Forst. I thought he might have some information. It's not a problem. You were trying to do well and keep your word. I just... He kept mentioning things about seeing people and that we had to go, and I wanted to see if perhaps he saw an additional one of us. It's probably the alcohol. Probably. Figured that we'd try. It was worth a shot. Go back to the table. Hmm? Mm -hmm. I'll I'll pour myself another bowl and get more bread. Mm -hmm. We've been here several days in Oshwamp. Besides... Well, you've been here longer. Besides the festival, are there are there positives to this city? Not really. Very. <laughs> <laughs> she just like he's just at the window. Very. They're watching. Are there are there? Blinds or uh, curtains. Yeah, curtains? I'll close the curtains. No. <laughs> yep. Just from. No, I'm not gonna get up. I'm just gonna. Let me in, Ethier. <laughs> Let me in. You just hear his nails on like the glass, just scratching. Divorced. He'll stop in a minute. In the future, perhaps we don't give food and ale. Okay. To just the drunk. Simply thought he might have information. Unlikely. Uh, I, I thought I was n- new to the city. I'm just gonna kind of shrug mm-hmm. and be there. Mm-hmm. Try to look for the best in people. He does spend most of his time with the bones. I don't That's talk fair. to many people. I guess bones never exploit you for alcohol. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you would be surprised. <laughs> Do bones speak to you? I mean, you uh, have seen me. <laughs> Do my rituals, oh. so quite literally, yes. Well, I don't think they... Yeah. Where have you been? What? Where have you been? Do you, do you know, I am Ethier. Who are you? Yes. The this bomb man? The skin of the first uh, I, I think there's a di- <laughs> difference between... <laughs> Pull out the rocket. <laughs> you the whole stick again. <laughs> there's a di- difference between bones and a spirit. Of course. I am simply toying with Nesgrim. It's... Who are you? Can we drown him in the stew? We could try. It would ruin the stew, so no. Please drown me in stew. That's how I want to go. He could go hang out with Barry for the night. No. uh, Mm. You do have that sort of authority, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> gonna mutter quietly to myself. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> <laughs> Roll that stealth, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has advantage on hearing. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's you want to talk shit to the dog, man, you're gonna find out. <laughs> Please reward me for my hubris. Dear sweet. Oh, my God! Oh, I'm rewarded for my hubris! Did he also nat 20? Oh. Double nat 20s! <laughs> Suck it! Before we he tied. even gets the words out of his no, mouth, he tied twice. There's, there's also bonuses are still implemented in this, and his perception is definitively higher than your stealth, which is zero. Uh-huh. So yeah, before you even utter a syllable, I see your mouth open with that, and just I throw food at your face. Yeah, just, just wheel mashed potatoes over at you. <laughs> Make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck. Please roll a one. It wasn't a one. Does any come my way? It's an eight. An eight? Uh. Yes. yes. Someone come your way. Can I catch it with my mystic hand and redirect it back to Nesgrim? Yes. <laughs> right. So, like, the first wave of potato gets by, and you're like, oh, and then you just see this second wave stop in the air, and then, what the fuck? Oh! <laughs> Can I try to catch the second one? Yeah, make it that safe. Hell yeah. With disadvantage, because you have mashed potatoes in your mouth. I'll assist aiming for his mouth. That's very good. Alright, with disadvantage still? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's a six. Six? (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, you're like, ah, like half mouth open because you're shocked by the first wave of mashed potatoes. So like, the corner of your mouth is open, you get a lot in that, but like, still some gets like up your nose and you're like, oh, oh, a potato shower. I imagine my food is cooled off by now. I'm gonna start eating. You're good. I chew my mashed potatoes. <laughs> what the? What? Why? Why? Monster. What do you do? Swallow <laughs> mashed potatoes? Oh, whole? They're crunchy. <laughs> what, you, what kind of mashed potatoes are you eating? Do you just like take a spoon of mashed potatoes and just fling it back your throat? Like no, but I mean you could. Why would you want to do that? I'm just saying. How long are you chewing these mashed potatoes for? <laughs> Way too long. <laughs> Way too long. Oh my god. What it's a piece now of just, steak that's all fat. It's oh. now just soup in my mouth. He's <laughs> oh. yeah, gonna... sloshing it between his teeth. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh now it's I am. Very, it's very. It's very. please eat like a normal person. I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my second bowl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Manners. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Y'all are still sitting here. That was fun. Like I was asking. Sorry, yes, I got distracted by flying mashed potatoes. I think that's your fault. No, Vorst did it. I I realize Vorst did it. I still think it might be your fault. It was probably his fault. That's fine. So, as you were saying. Yeah, what do you guys want to do when yeah. you get back? <laughs> yeah, and what... There have to be positives to this city, otherwise, mm. why would people... I think we've probably found most of them. I'm going to gesture around the, the tavern. The, the information that that they keep at the center of the city is that valuable. I suppose this is a small corner of the city still that we've... Mm-hmm. I don't know that that is... Information that is acquired in a fashion that is... Desirable. A shrug. Coming from someone who's lived outside of the city for most of their life as well, this is a much nicer place to be than the woods. The positives are the people, 
Certainly there are those that are bad, but there are clearly those that are good as well. I just kind of look at everyone. Indeed. Have you ever found peace here? I am, at, I am at peace with what I do, but I am different than most. Most of my time is spent outside. Perhaps it's just us. I just... It feels we've been in constant peril since we entered the city. Some more than others. Regardless, if what you say about your home is true, then it seems that whatever is here in the north was spreading. If we are part of this prophecy, perhaps it is necessary that we be here, that we go through these things so that others might not have to. Mm. I said I'll fix it. That's why I'm here. Whether by choice or not. Well, first we'll have to fix you. That's the goal. What is something that all of you would do if you made it through the mines? If you had money? All the money you could want? What would you do with it? I would go south. See the far southern beaches? not be cold anymore perhaps I'd give Arthur the money he paid for me and by my well I don't want to say my freedom I'm not really being held captive but not yet true but pay, uh, your debts. pay off my debts yes what else what well, after that wander perhaps uh Honestly, I, I didn't think I'd get that far. Okay. And I still may not, but we'll see. I quite like the autumn. It's pretty short here. I think I... was read for about... 12 hours? Perhaps before, before turning white. Mm -hmm. Perhaps if we return from the mines, we can start to find out why on the first of Elseth it grows so dark. I would like to find Corrin too. Oh yes, actually finding Horn would be, I, I fear for him. I think I, he deserves peace more than most. And deserves help yes. if he needs it. If we find him, perhaps in a bad way in the woods, I hope not to. Hopefully, we find him. I hope we find him strangling here, a hag, waiting for us when we get back. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> just for a <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> we got back and strangled the hag. <laughs> oh God. I'd like to walk in to Growlers and see him and Maribel sitting at the at a table. Would be nice. Be quite the homecoming think so if if perhaps we have a chance to prepare it would be nice to give him a feast similar to the one we have here to okay. thank him for you know bringing me back from the dead a feast a feast it's mm. slightly different is this not a feast no slightly different for him oh yes different tastes and all 
Right. It would have to be a little more bad. juicier. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Big shot, pointy teeth. <laughs> do, do, do his teeth teeth move? Perhaps. I like that. I've never watched them. <laughs> I'm gonna look at everybody else at the table with concern. I'm gonna open my mouth and let my tooth get longer, and then put it back. Hmm? Oh my god! <laughs> what what would you do, Felix? Uh, uh, if if we made it back from the, the mines? Sure. If you had a lot of money, what is something you've wanted to do or you would do? Uh, if if I could not visit the great library in the center of the city without risking my own life. I think you would. I would have someone purchase books for me and head back home Mm. to my father. With with enough money, perhaps he could move back into the city of Ulm. What about you, Yalamo? I have an exile to finish. Not the sort of thing you can buy your way out of. I suppose not. It's a burden I agreed to bear. I suppose... If it's possible... I would see that the orphanage was taken care of... More properly. Mm. Perhaps... Not myself, but perhaps more men like Arthur... Positioned like him in the city would be... What it needs to turn around. Perhaps you could also hire people to shore up the basement. Perhaps. I wonder if I could learn to grow in this tundra. Plants, food, vegetables, fruits. I'm sure that this place could use someone. So inclined towards fixing things. Nurturing. Nurturing. I would would like to find out more about what Arthur plans for me and Ratora. Um, I know he stated that the plan was to get us here together, but... Does seem to be in relation to the prophecy. Yes, uh, and he did say breaking the cycle, so perhaps we could break or fix more than just the city. Perhaps I don't. Fixing whatever is ailing Ratora will be the beginnings. Perhaps. Of breaking yes. such a cycle. I think the beginning is appropriate. The. I mean, the, the creature this brand ties me to is, from what I can tell, Intimidating, to say the least. Mm. The very least. And you are not the first that it has taken or attempted to take? I am not. I have fared rather well. All things considered? Mm-hmm. But I intend to see you out the other side. Mm. As do I. As do I. I'd like to see... <laughs> Perhaps it is optimism. I would 
like to see this threat vanquished, if at all possible. A good sentiment to have. One step at a time, I think. Not I something think so. money can buy, but... And I think the first step is good night's rest. Hmm. And treacherous journey. And fixed armor. Yes. Just waiting for Christian. I wonder if Christian could also clean my armor, given mm. that it's now covered in soup and mashed potatoes. I think that you'll have to live with that. You might I'll have just to shake my own. Mm-mm. Felix, here. Could you wet a piece of paper for me? I'll grab a pitcher of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. And slap you in the face with it. <laughs> right, right where the mashed potato hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you started for me. I imagine there's like rags or something on the table. Yeah. I'm going to take it and just start wiping off my armor to clean yeah. the soup and mashed potatoes off as mm-hmm. best I can. Is there a, a bath here by any chance? Yeah, there's like a little bath house yeah. thing. Is there someone who may be able to clean my clothes? No. I think you... <laughs> <laughs> it's Forrest. Forrest does the laundry. Yeah. He doesn't want to. <laughs> Forrest, I hope you know that I, I, I'm just messing with you. I do quite enjoy your company. I almost had him. Fuck! <laughs> it was a, it, Fuck! It was a joke. I have to get Fuck. the door. <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> yeah. You hurry over to the door, open it up, and you see Christian just standing there. Hey, there's the fuckers! Hello. Welcome. How's everybody Christian? doing? Better now? Uh-huh. Yeah. How yeah. Yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna fucking hit you with a hammer and you walk very close to the door. <laughs> oh, you guys already started? Oh, yeah. Alright. Uh, we have a long journey ahead of us? Yeah, there's, this dude broke yes. his stuff. He certainly needs to have his armor fixed. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Take it off. Okay, here you are. Yeah, you just stand and start doffing your armor. Uh, Force, can I get like a, I don't know, bottle of something stout? Ooh. I'll find something for you. Would you mind grabbing me something as well? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I may have soured our relationship. <laughs> I hate it uh, Directly in front of the <laughs> just... Good boy. Very. Oh, uh, yeah. Take it off, dude. <laughs> Here yeah. Are. <laughs> Just oh. like that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I've got a hammer. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my dwarf. <laughs> hey, you see him just like come over and start to pull your chain shirt and stuff across. That's not that bad. Probably doing a couple of binks. Please bunk it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Rather bunk you, dude. <laughs> he starts walking towards the door. I'll be back in like seven days. What? Nah, I'm fucking with you, dude. Give me like an hour. Oh, okay. That's... Like, honestly, I'm probably just not going to drop it off. Nah, I'm fucking with you. I'll be back in like three hours. I know where you live. I don't live. Um... With us traveling out, would it be at all possible for me to perhaps purchase a uh, a shield from you? Yeah, I can bring one back, dude. Yeah. That's it would fine. be very much appreciated. Uh-huh. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, settle it down later. Sounds good. 
I fucking hate you. <laughs> Closes the door. I know. Why does everyone want to hit you? Do you not want to hit me? <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> Maybe it's my fault. I appreciate you not wanting to hit me, but... Uh, yet, anyway, we have things to do. Or right now, I suppose. I'm sure you've wanted to hit me before. Mm-hmm. Not I particularly. Can, I can be... Um, off-putting? Sure, that is a word. Yeah. I don't know why Christian... I don't think he wants to hit me. No, I think he does. He de- definitely wants to hit you. But he, he, did, no, he, did say, he did say bonk, yes. Bink, he said. Yes, but he said he wanted to bonk you. Correct. Yes. Oh, I bonked Pretora. I gave bonked her in the head with my sword. <laughs> hit. Yes. <laughs> I do definitely remember describing that as I just give her a little bonk. Yes, you sure, certainly did. I feel obligated you to call the, the guards. <laughs> striking your armor. Should I be concerned? Bonking. No, probably not. I guess Christian did want to hit me then. Yes. It would seem so. Oh, and he just took my armor. If he hit me now, I would be... Dead. Well, he didn't hit you after he took it, so... True. It'd be I'm a shame if somebody did. A nice groom. Yep. <laughs> It was another joke, Nesgrim. I'm trying here. Just like right in the chest. Roll, roll that oh, improvised attack. That. You go See if you can hit that AC. Yeah, roll that. <laughs> You're trying to... Ah, uh, it didn't go well. Yeah, but his AC's lower. Yeah. It's... Without my armor, it's a 14. It's... Would that no, be unarmed? What's your 10 plus your dex mod? So 10. Zero, so 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're proficient in spoon. And it's a dex thing, because you're throwing and it's a finesse. So dex, finesse dex mod? Yeah. So... In nine. Nine? Yeah, I mean, you don't catch him in the head. You, like, clank off his nose, and you just see Retora, I mean, I'm not trying to do damage or anything. Yeah, no, I'm not going to have yeah. you roll damage. I mean, you just roll clearly get hit, like, in the nose with a spoon. Ow! Roll a d20 for damage. Why? Everyone else got to. <laughs> <laughs> suppose that's fair. Uh, Boris, fair. please, would you be so kind as to clean my clothes? Pay throw him. another spoon at him. Right? Pay him. Yep, go right ahead. Throw another spoon at him. I'd like to throw a spoon go at him. Throw a spoon at 11. him. Yeah, you get Natural dunked. 20. You get dunked twice. <laughs> go, go. Your Just... spoons can't hurt me. <laughs> how, how many of these spoons can I pick up at once? Yeah, can I roll damage on that nat 20? I mean, you can You can do, uh, we'll, we'll do, what's your strength mod? Plus one. One. So yeah, you'll do two. You just, oh fuck! Actually, ow! That hit me right on the end. <laughs> yeah. What? And you can. Uh, I'll say you can pick up. Is there a weight limit on it? Ten pounds. Ten pounds. That's a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll say elevate like twelve <laughs> spoons. Call me spoon master. And I'm just gonna missile match. And I'm right next to you, so. <laughs> yeah, you just get. Oh man, is like that you? Spoons. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? <laughs> Everyone they're wants not to hitting, spoon they're you. Not hitting you hard. Yeah. Just do, 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 do. Everyone wants to spoon you. Sometimes it's best. I'm gonna not start picking talk. up spoons and just flinging them back. <laughs> Luna sticks her head out. Stop it! <laughs> hey! Hey! They started it. He's throwing sp- spoons. They started it. Nasgram. They started it. Nasgram. Why would we start something? I don't. You. <laughs> Never mind. I, I can start eating st- my shepherd's pie with an uncomfortable amount of spoons. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like three in each hand. This is actually better. Thanks for all the spoons. <laughs> I don't care who started it. I'm finishing yeah. it. But Vorst, 
please would you be so kind as to clean my armor? Or my clothes? Oh my god, if you want your clothes cleaned, you know we do magic! Oh, can you clean my clothes, please? No! Damn it! <laughs> hey, Vorst! Oh my god, if it'll you. shut you up, fine! Oh. You watch as she just pressed the digitations, your clothes clean. Thank you! Never again. Now I won't attract animals past the wall. That's fine. Oh, have you never I should have dirtied him. <laughs> Usually I don't spill food on them. Have, have, you, have you never washed them? I don't think he's ever been have you... good at attracting anything. <laughs> Except dirt. Are you, um, I'm 50 you, and never washed his you, pants. I, of course I cleaned them. but I, I, don't, would, I don't see where the problem is. I would clean them in a river. Like a creek, running water of some kind. There doesn't seem to be much of that in Oshwamp. It would have been hard for me to clean my clothes in snow. They would have frozen before they got wet. I would have pictured you stuffing snow into the inside of your pants. Is that not how... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> just... I'm just going to eat my shepherd's pie. Okay. I protect this. Mm-hmm. Yes. This, this. Apparently, he's supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. I've done a fine job. She hasn't died. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna give him a thumbs up and a smile. I've died protecting her. Mm-hmm. Well, I... mm-hmm. th- th- that's you not died how in, I heard in the room. It. I was fine. I was forcing the thing that I was afraid was going to attack her to attack me. I was a bear. It, yes, I was afraid it would hurt. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little later. Yeah, it's around like eight nine o'clock. So I mean, I would recommend that you yeah. guys uh get. Get ready to settle in. I'm gonna grab a large spoon. Mm-hmm. Get up and just pat Nesgrim on the shoulder. <laughs> I dub the spoon. Are you knighting him or no. are you tapping him from like behind him? It's like the... it's like affectionate. Like I I would do it with my hand, but You're I know better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, good idea. Mm-hmm. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get up and pat Nesgrim on the shoulder and cast light. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I'm glowing. Good luck sleeping. <laughs> My eyes! I, I, I've seen, seen you do that. <laughs> yes, I can also do, and I'll tap my other shoulder, and I think light is a cantrip for me. Mm-hmm. I just want to double light check. Light is a cantrip. Yeah, it is. Perfect. Yeah, I, bam. Light my other shoulder. I want to make mine flicker and go out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I should probably stay up and wait for a Christian to deliver my no, my no armor. He, he said he's gonna drop it off. Yeah, it's oh. gonna be here for you in the morning. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Felix, can I and I can sit up anyway if we had to, but it so will I be dropped I off. Will turn in myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand up from the table, and uh, before I go up the stairs, I'm gonna speak in divorce line. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a moment, if you would see me before you turn in for the evening. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I'm going to start cleaning up some of the potato off of the floor and mm. the Yeah, you, you see Faye and Luna step out as she hears, like, they hear chairs start to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. scrape back along, and you see Apollo just run out with, like, a very large towel, <laughs> like a towel bigger <laughs> than him, and he's just running out, just, I get to clean now! <laughs> and Faye and Luna are like, Yes, uh-huh. And they just both begin casting prestidigitation <laughs> and mage handing things away, and Apollo's just scrubbing the floor. Just one spot. Yeah, just one spot, like, really vigorously. <laughs> it's gonna be so shiny! I'll collect all the spoons, at least. Good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just gather some things for yeah. them. And I'll just, as Rator is picking up spoons, I just sit there defiantly. <laughs> I thought you left. That just looks bad on you. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to bed. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. <laughs> Good night, Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. Good night, friends. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in the morning, hopefully. Mm-hmm. First Good light. Night. Yeah. So I'll Good say night. that you guys uh, maintain your cleaning. Nesgrim, you go up to, to bed. Uh, mm-hmm. Yellen Low, you head up towards your room. I'm going to adjourn to the kitchen. Yeah, you head into the kitchen. Uh, you can see that most of the things inside have already been cleaned. You can you see that uh, Faye, Apollo, and Luna begin bringing things back in, and they start like cleaning them and then resetting them back into the cabinets that are in here in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> have I seen my owl at all? Uh, have you seen it in here? Yeah. No. I, got it. I mean, you can ask them as they're walking back and forth, because again, they're going in and out, mm-hmm. in and out. Yeah, I guess I'll ask Luna. She's mm-hmm. going past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juniper. Oh, yeah, the owl. Yeah. Yeah, the owl's great. Kids love it. She's just, whoo. <laughs> Uh, kids are like, wow, it's great, thanks. Can she, can she stay here while we... Yeah, the kids uh, got her. How many Ooh. kids are there? How many? Yeah. God, like 30. It's like a school. She's fine, right? The owl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> did, I, did I not... Did I not do that convincingly enough? I mean, she doesn't. Ooh. Yes, she does. Did you never ask her how she is? Oh my god. As long as she's fine. Has she Ooh. healed? <laughs> I don't know how else to explain this. That's better every time. It really does. Yeah, she's healed. She I'm, has feet. Thank you. They're orange again. That's good. That's yeah. what I was hoping for. Yeah. Healing feet. Do you not, do you, like... What? I'll get it. You never asked how she's doing? She doesn't answer... <laughs> she doesn't do that for you? Not, not often. Your owl is so personable. Personable. She's. Sorry. Mm. It's like the friendliest, most talkative owl I've ever talked to. Have you met her before now? The owl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she comes right over. <laughs> She's like the local owl. Arthur didn't send her, did did he? The owl? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it was all ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. You were like, oh my god, let me follow the owl. Yeah. Now you're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So easy to get you here. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Do, do we all hear this conversation? I mean, yeah. Not me, I'm upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you just f- followed a random owl? I thought we were friends. But when you are friends, it said it liked you. It, it Does it t- t- talk? Yeah, it's an owl. Like, Sarah ever goes missing our <laughs> She followed an owl. How, off how many times do I need to do this for you guys to understand? <laughs> it, it only does the, ooh. 
I mean, have you? Ever, I'm not for there. the most part, but it also go like, ah, oh, she's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, dude, no. What? And they'll be like, whoo. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's right, Rotor. You already told me who. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? It's, yeah, it's it's said that. Yeah. You can't speak with animals. No, I I can't. I can't. <laughs> you never tried to speak with animals. I thought you were a druid like me. Uh, we literally are from the same woods. I I. You can... didn't talk to the trees. Or the animals? They wouldn't talk back. They, they don't talk to you? I can befriend them. I didn't... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. It's fine. I don't have that, John. I don't have that spell. It's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. She just starts running into the kitchen. She doesn't talk to things! <laughs> so apparently I have... No you just hear like things start falling in the kitchen. Just ah! why doesn't she do that? <laughs> so my my one my one friend was sent by Arthur. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. Why do you think it brought you back a rat? <laughs> It's like, hey, dude, here, like, you should look into this. And you're like, ew! It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting. Uh, I... I gotta go to bed. My life is a lie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go... <laughs> Damn. Every... I mean, to be fair, I, I learned... So much. So much in the past, what, four hours of my life? Mm-hmm. Welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. I... I came here thinking I was betrayed by my teacher, who apparently did not betray me, not specifically. Still sold me, but to Arthur, who is not the worst person. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna begin laughing while you explain this. My life was not actually in any danger. I could. Who are the cloaked figures? Who are the cloaked figures? <laughs> You have to do it, Sarah. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Who were the cloaked figures? Who were they? Yeah, no one can answer that. No. You don't know. I'm just talking. I at this point. They're just talking talking loud. Yeah. Just terrified. I mean, Juniper was the one who originally led me to Delwyn. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Oh, the realization. So on one hand, I don't I don't have to fear everything anymore. On the other hand, uh, this hand. Specifically, <laughs> specifically this hand. hand. Uh, on the other hand. Yeah, it seems you have a handicap. <laughs> oh, no. Hey. Hey. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Vorst, you have completed your cleaning. You see the yeah, others. I'm still completed. hanging out in the kitchen waiting to hear if everybody's left. Yeah. 
I mean, it's still uh, just Ritora and Felix. Yeah, I guess I, I was on my way up the stairs, and I just kind of stopped and started, like, having an Having a breakdown <laughs> on the stairs, and then continue your way to your room, and just, oh my god. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just me now? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of pull out my book, and if everything's already cleaned off the table, I'm just kind of relax and, and read. Yeah, you and can sit down here and read. I don't even know if I have to say it, but I'll switch my focus. Okay, yeah, you're good. Everybody turning in slash going to their individual quarters or reading in the lounge. I'm also going to update my spells on a long rest. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, before we pop out, uh, just Lawrence and Vorst, if you want to stay with me. Mm-hmm. The other four of you can goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm assuming once you've completed your cleaning, you mm-hmm. would go up to yep. Vorst's room. I was just... Waiting for everybody to leave so they can walk upstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna walk out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually grab two small glasses mm-hmm. and oh, a bottle. Mm-hmm. Walk upstairs. Yeah. And you hear the knocking at your door. Come in. You wanted to speak with me? Indeed. I right, here. Pour. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, there's a small, like, you know, circular table here in the room. It's tradition before venturing. Very well. What was it that you wanted to speak with me about? I thought perhaps you should be present. Um, I have someone I would like to attempt to contact. Also, I... I fear that we are unable to trust everyone that will be venturing with us. I share the same fears. But perhaps you were the most trustworthy. And to you. You and the, the bone man. I could use another set of eyes on Felix at the very least. Obviously Ritora. The other two I think are trustworthy, but well-meaning as they are, I think that they would defend either of the other two. Perhaps a lapse in judgment. Perhaps. I see. Anyways, um, I'm not certain that this will work, but I'm gonna pull out the the sketch that we found in the basement previously. Mm-hmm. You know who this is, yes? From what I've gathered, I think I understand now who exactly who this is. This Camilla Swiftstride? Yes. One of the founders of my tribe. Ancestor of mine. Camilla, if you really are there, can you see me? I mean, you you speak out into the room, you know, openly and plainly, and nothing really happens. Nothing really changes. See, this paper is out on the table between the two of you. Drinks are on the circular table as well. You're sitting here in your two chairs and call out, Camilla, can you hear me? And the moment passes and nothing has really changed. 
not sure if she's around now, <clears throat> but I do understand what you're insinuating here. Perhaps. I take the paper and I look at it. Mm-hmm. Camilla. Can you see me? And you see, standing behind Yalomo, hands on his shoulders, this tall, muscular, feminine woman, the lower half of a face of a winter wolf skull, and the upper portion's flayed skin sewed into the linings of her hair, this very dark brown, almost jet black hair pulled back into a ponytail, and you see her arms are incredibly muscular as her, she's not wearing a cloak right now, she's just wearing like a ripped, tarnished gray shirt that looks as though it's got claw marks and various ripped portions out of it, and her hands just rest softly on Yalomo's shoulders. <laughs> Spooky black claws. Spooky black claws. And you just watch as the hands just lightly tense around his collarbones. Not on his neck. And she just looks at you. Not really in a... In Not a, like in an imposing way, yeah, but like in a to... like genuinely like, I'm right here mm-hmm. resting on this man's shoulders. Dude. And she just looks in your direction. You can see me? Yalomlo, do you feel anything? different about the room maybe make a wisdom saving throw <clears throat> let me keep my eyes on her mm-hmm. uh, the higher ones a 15 because I have advantage on those mm-hmm. so you feel these very soft pressings in your collarbone very soft and you feel a light shift in your hair, mm. like a wisp of a breath on your head. Mm. I'm not going to turn to look. Mm. Camilla does seem that you are here. Yeah? You watch as she, because with him sitting, he, the back of his head is like right underneath like her chest. And you watch as she just leans backward and down right next to his head at his ear he can't see me and she just starts to turn towards him but you can I feel him and she pulls one of her hands off and extends a claw out to you can I feel you and she leans and presses like her chest against your back, Yalumlo, and you feel like this pushing mm. over the height of the back of your chair into the nape of your neck against like the back of your head. She still has one hand on me. Mm-hmm. Feel I'm that still, as well. still not going to look, yeah. but I'm going to reach up and touch the hand. Yeah. So you reach up and you watch. With him his... seeing, with mm-hmm. me seeing him raising his hand to go and touch, mm-hmm. I'm going to to try and time it. Mm-hmm. So that if he makes contact, I make contact at the same time. Yeah. She reaches her claw out to you. You take her hand, and you reach and take her hand. And the three of you begin to feel yourselves, well, fall. And the world around you goes wispy and smoky. 
and you find yourself in a dark, empty place, standing, holding her claw, which is now a, a hand, and her hand, which is now a hand, right behind her, and you find yourself almost as you were previously seating, now slumped down onto the ground with your ass on this empty space like a floor, your knees kind of angled upwards, your feet on the ground, and you as well leaning forward now on your knees, mm -hmm. holding this woman's outstretched hand, and you see her visibly kneeling behind Yalumlo, holding your hand here on your shoulder, and hers outstretched to you. I can see you. Now that I'm in a different space, I'll turn to see her. Yeah, you lean back and you look up at her, and you're like eye height with her defined chest. The strong, obvious collarbones, the muscles in her neck outlined, and you see this looming wolf jaw extending out from the bottom of her chin over your head, and you just look up and she looks down at you. Does she still have, like, the, the bony visage mm -hmm. to her face? Mm -hmm. um, does it, from his point of view, would it look like it's all, it's, it's like her actual jaw, or it's like a piece of bone on top of her jaw? It would jaw? look like it's a piece of bone on top like of a her mask. jaw. Like a mask. An actual mask. Okay. Correct. Like, she looks down at you. It seems that we can see one another. You two are not branded. Correct. But we know your name. Seems you are nearby. I'm You've a... always been nearby, haven't you? I'm always here. Yes. But you cannot hear me. I didn't not need normally. to. Huh. Show Victoria... me. Your nature. Child. I'm sorry for this, friend. And I take right. off my cloak. Mm -hmm. And I rest it on my knee. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna lean over and go full wolf. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to describe the appearance that you adorn? Sure. Um, so as I hunch over, my neck ridge will pop a little bit further out. Mm -hmm. So as will my shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. And my hands... Like, the fingers get longer, and the claws grow longer, and the snout protrudes out further, and my brow ridge becomes more furrowed, mm -hmm. with larger teeth showing through, and my eyes are going to go, like, full yellow now, as opposed to the honey gold that they were before. Mm -hmm. And you see Vorst do this, and you see her take her hands and pull away at this mask and you watch as she begins to lurch and furrow and do the same and we're gonna end there call them back in to say their goodbyes hello kiss your asses goodbye hello child <laughs> it's Barry it's Barry <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of dogs. <laughs> Just a couple of berries. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. So I would have to ask, mm -hmm. do I see Borst uh, pass through? Yeah. You see him quickly, like, grab a, a glass, or a pair of glasses and a bottle of wine and head upstairs. And, well, we're just here to say goodbye. Okay. 
Cool. Um, well, friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed uh, the session. Um, we'll be back on Friday for episode two of The Lost Kings of Adorus, and then Sunday for The Veiled Forest's War of a Go for episode eight, I think. I think it's eight. Yeah. Yeah, it says eight. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you all for watching tonight. If you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. Um, register to vote because that's important. Do that uh, in real life and in Oshwamp, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, all the, all the fun things. I don't yeah. think Oshwamp's a di uh, democracy. Vote Schwamp. Vote Schwamp. Oh, first yeah. things you'll be able to vote on. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Good night, friends. everybody. Good night. Bye.